kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. What up? What up? This is episode 182. 183. 183. My bad. I, I yeah. said it right before we recorded. 183. 183. Of Geological Sense. Geological Sense Podcast. This is your boy, Busby. Give me a hell yeah. And over here, it's your boy, JC No Honey X. And Martin. I ain't going to do that shit today. Oh, Martin. man. What happened to the intro, <laughs> know, dog? Just, what up? Just, <laughs> I got a surprise. Just last y'all. week, he said, I'm going to go in. And then I ain't doing yeah. that shit. No, I'm, I'm just going to go in. I ain't doing that shit. I, no I, I want to surprise y'all. Some days I'll do it, some days I won't. I'm going to be very inconsistent with it. You may never You're know. You're inconsistent with everything lately, bro. Consistently yeah. inconsistent. That's how we do this at the illogical sense. Yeah, but what up, though, man? What's good? From the shit. man that has brought you, we ain't got nothing but time. And then when you give him time, he don't have time. <laughs> yep. It's Busby. Oh, <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. That's what it's going to be called. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, good, man. I have, a, I have an announcement to for you guys and, and the people. Slurricane Cole has made his return. He is on this oh, episode. Shit. Hey. What up? The sweet tea yeah. and the Simply Lemonade mix is in effect. Well, over oh, right over here is Crystal Geyser Busby. With the water. That's <laughs> what I was drinking. <laughs> Shit. How you living, Martin? You got brisk Martin. <laughs> Just I mean? brisk, baby. Remember those commercials? Just brisk, baby. You remember those commercials with fucking Sylvester Stallone as Rocky? They paid him like a. I don't know. I don't know how much they paid him. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, those claymation ones? Yeah. Yeah. Those shits was fire, bro. I said, oh, yeah, now they were. How was your uh, week, man? Work, but Ooh, I work. finished up. I finished up Clone Wars. Like I actually rewatched the series, but I shit. watched it in chronological order, so you could skip episodes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I got through Clone Wars, and then I watched Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. You heard of that show? Yeah, but heard not. of it? Haven't gotten to it. Yeah. yeah, the first season's kind of a chore to get to. So of course I looked on YouTube to find you know if there's a way to watch it with skipping episodes, and of course. Someone had it up, so I skipped like a majority of the first season, and they showed like five episodes you need to watch, and I'm like, okay, like the first two, and then the last two episodes of the first season, and then from season two on, it's that's great. It's not as better as Clone Wars, but it's great. I was like, oh, okay, oh yeah, and even before, even with Clone Wars, I watched like someone online literally fucking mashed up the last four episodes of Clone Wars with Revenge of the Sith. And it was like a three-hour, like, epic. And it mm. was great. It, it literally, everything, like, flowed together. The transitions was dope, especially how Anakin, like, turned on Vader and it kept flashing back to Clone Wars and shit. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I might as well finish this shit. So I, I've been binging all the Star Wars. After Rebels, I watched Rogue One. And then I was like, well... Gotta watch A New Hope. I watched A New Hope, and I went to Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Then I just looked at the fucking sequel trilogy, and I was like, fuck it. 
Yeah, might as well. And then I'm, I just got The Last Jedi, and I'm kind of watching it with open eyes now. And I'm kind of like, now I'm starting to see what people were seeing, what was bad about the movie. Like, I'm kind of literally seeing it now. Almost might my, my go down really? on my list. It's like, hmm. uh, huh. that is kind of bad. Like, like what's it called? The, the side story with fucking Rose and Finn, that really was not needed at all. Um, when Poe was just... What was Poe doing? Poe was doing some stupid shit. And Princess Leia kept telling him to chill, but he wasn't chilling. And then he just kept fucking shit up. And it was, there was like certain plot holes. And then I was think, I kept watching it, and I'm going like, none of this shit matters. Because Rise of Skywalker just <laughs> kills all of it. Then I got angry again. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, when we get off the show, when we're done with this, I'm going to watch Rise of Skywalker. And I'm going to be angry. Just letting y'all know. I'm just going to piss myself yeah. off for the culture. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) For the culture. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good week. Um, This is my mom's birthday last Monday. Hey. Happy birthday. uh, Happy birthday. I even forgot to mention it um, last week, but um, last week was my my grandpa's birthday, too. They're literally seven days apart. Shit. Um, Shit. So that was, (laughs) it was good, but it was unfortunate because, of course, I'm still keeping distance from my grandparents. Mm. And then my yeah. sister came back. Uh, my sister came back one day, and she's like, "Oh, I went swimming today." And I was like, "Where?" She's like, "Me, me, grandpa's." And I was like, "Oh, you stayed away from them, right?" She's like, "Nah, they came out and they hugged me and shit." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's clear for me to go up there now." <laughs> like, <laughs> if if they ain't doing That's the social so distance though, and shit, like, okay, yeah, right. just, let me let me go up there and go mm. say hi and you know celebrate with them. So did that, mm. and then um, I re- started rebinging uh, Atlanta. Just to be familiar with it, mm-hmm. and boy, is it still nice to see just a black ass show. Yeah, just <laughs> you know, just no apologies. Not not even trying to give uh, the perspective of the white, of the white person in a hip hop culture. Like you know, oh well, you know they they bring benefit. Nah, sometimes they really don't. It's and, and you know makes you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Um. But I also was watching it too, because you know how we were saying, oh yeah, the uh, the Atlanta and Dave they could do a cross because they're pretty much in the same universe. They're not in the same universe, huh? They're not in the same universe, and they're not in the same universe for one reason. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Justin Bieber. They could have two Justin Biebers. Nah. They can figure it out. Wait. I know what you're talking about. They could have two of them. Nah. Because you Justin can't have Bieber's the original black. Justin Bieber and Dave, and then the the black, black version of Justin Bieber in Atlanta. They could cross worlds, man. Fuck it. <laughs> This ain't Twilight Zone. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> some shit where Dave oh, just goes into it. another dimension. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's watching it again after having not seen it after a while. Like, it really just holds up to the 10th power. It, it's just, it's really good. I can't stress oh, yeah. that enough about that oh, show. Yeah, y'all gonna, are y'all going to get HBO Max soon? Yes. Yeah, I, um, I might just get that shit now because I'm thinking like they got Boondocks, they're gonna have Fresh Prince, and fucking they announced that um, they're gonna finally release a Snyder cut for Justice League. Yeah. Well, did you get the email hmm. about the discount? Yeah, I saw the discount. Yeah. So you whoa, don't even have whoa, to get whoa, it. whoa whoa what's the discount? You don't even have to get it now, but if you sign up for it, um, I think it's by 3 a.m. Eastern time on the 27th of this month. As long as you sign up before then, um, you get a, a year at eleven ninety nine a month instead of the fourteen ninety nine. 
Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I'm, so, I might so you got to pay that. for it all at once, though, huh? I don't know. I'll have to check in. I mean, if I do, it's no big deal. I mean, these uh, that that stipend check is still kind of it's still some residue in my account left over. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I saw I because the Snyder Cut for Justice League has been like demanded by all the nerds for. Ever since Justice League came out, they've been demanding this cut because Jack Zack Snyder was working on the movie and then he had to leave and then they had to restructure shit. But he's dead ass like, oh yeah, the cut does exist. <laughs> and hmm. I guess Warner Brothers just said, okay, we'll let you finish it. So WB said, yeah, we're giving you money. You could finish the scenes. You could get the actors back. And they were saying like it could be like a six hour cut, so they could just actually make a little mini series out of it. Mm-hmm. Or just show it all at once. Who knows? But the fans are going to get what they want because they've been demanding this six, cut for years. Six hours? That's how they said it might be four or six hours. Because they, they said it could be it could range from over to four to six hours. Suppose Damn. allegedly. Yeah. So Damn. they said they might just separate it. And I was just because fans have been demanding this this cut for years. Personally, I like Justice League the like the original cut. I guess. I mean, I didn't mind it. But eh, I didn't mind it. Just it would have been nice to have some individual movies in between that time. I mean, yeah, they could. But just I guess follow Marvel spoiled us in that aspect, you know. Um, no, because co- <laughs> what? Well, common sense. Yeah, because they had a plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had common sense. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, spoiled by a plan. Shit. I was spoiled oh, by shit, common I sense. I just saw Rossi in a commercial just now. I'm tripping. That nigga looked just like Rossi. I, <laughs> probably was Rossi. Nah, because then again, Rossi looked like uh, Bryson Tiller too. You just see a story about that when uh, he was at the drive-thru. He put it on Twitter. So he's at the drive-thru, and the drive-thru girl was like, hey, you know you look like... And then he just finished Bryson Tiller. Bryson yeah, Tiller. I know. <laughs> I know. Give me my fucking food. <laughs> Give me my fucking food. Yeah, how was your weekend, Martin? Uh, it was a blur. Had a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, but that bank account sure. looking nice, though. Oh, hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. The only thing is, like, my weekend was actually kind of cut short because I was uh, telling JC off air um, before we started and shit that uh, I actually took an extra shift this morning and shit. Shit. Yeah, so it was just like work, 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 Yeah, nah, man. Even to the point where you guys are going to get mad at me about this one. You ready? Go ahead. I didn't finish the last dance. Oh, what kind yeah, of shit? Yeah, what episode? Oh. Which, both both episodes. I know. Both episodes. Nah, I, I saw episode nine. I just I didn't get to the tenth one yet. Oh, you've, and you've then seen I just the... found out that what you call it. Yeah, but see, I, I already know what happens. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it was more like, like uh, yeah, episode nine it? and ten was more like a highlight reel dance for sh- you know if you don't know you know yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah, it's like, you, you could tell, though, after seeing episode 9, it's like, okay, I kind of have an idea of how the next one's going to go. There's probably some shit that I don't know that I, you know, I'm going to watch after we, uh, we're we done here or whatever. Yeah. But um, there's also, I don't know if you guys saw it, they were, they were actually supposed to air the uh, Game 6 movie. They're today. in it right now. Now. Oh, shit. How did it look? It's more of like a cinematic version of the actual game. So it looks pretty oh, cool. Oh, Wow. Uh, wow. And then they do a lot of there's uh there's immediate cutscenes so like let's say uh, Scottie Pippen runs around um, to one side of the court 
if they have the cutscene where it has the actual audio of them. You know, like when they do the end of the year uh, DVDs, how they used to do. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. how certain scenes in the game you could hear them talking. It'll yeah, immediately yeah, cut yeah, to yeah, that, yeah. and then it'll cut back. Oh, so they're all to... mic'd up. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. So it'll go from like the cinematic gotcha. like roundabout on the court. And then if they have that little cutscene where that little audio's there, it'll immediately jump in there so it doesn't skip a beat. It's actually pretty yeah, cool. they'll, they'll, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yo, ESPN's trying to milk this for every fucking penny. Oh, it's yeah. like we just they're trying to squeeze the shit out. Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean we're we here, well, so we might as well might as well talk yeah, about it. Yeah, might as well start there, yeah. Episode um, The Last Dance, the last the final steps. The last two episodes. Man, anybody feel anybody feel bad for Michael Jordan after no. seeing this? Why? Why should I feel bad for feel him? Feel bad for him? Why? Yeah, like I mean, just from the aspect of you actually really get to see what it was like to to be him, and just like how just obsessed with winning and being like the most no no popular. just like no like what a day in the life for him was like forget all the competitive nature, just what oh, it was okay. like when he you're, wasn't you're on talking the court. about. Yeah, I was gonna say you're talking about like all the off the court shit where he got like mobbed and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, very yeah, very Michael Jackson ish. Okay. I mean. I mean, he was like one of a kind in that era. So it was like no one's ever seen a beast like him in that type of like in that scope. Like, do I feel bad? I mean, he he kind of thrived on it. Right. In my opinion. He thrived on yeah. it. He loved the shit. So he was like, because he he tried to act all modest. But deep down inside, he loved the shit. Make yeah, that free I mean, throw like, hope. Don't get me wrong. It's not one of those things where I'm like, I feel like terrible for him in the sense of, you know. <laughs> From from the outside looking, he accomplished a lot of what he set out to do. It's just one of those mm-hmm. things where it's like that man can never go to a supermarket ever. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, because like, he can't. Like, do, oh like, my god, you Michael shit. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I'm Michael Jordan. Yeah, he he just he can't go out at like you know one in the morning real quick because he for you know he realized he ran out of liquor. So, <laughs> well, isn't that like right. Le- isn't that like LeBron too? That's like right. LeBron and you know God bless the dead like Kobe. They're all the same. They're See, all low key the same. Yeah, but like I mean, Kobe, Kobe was, more so probably yeah, but like LeBron, I, I don't, I'm not saying that he definitely could, but especially being in LA, he can get away with that a little bit easier because they're used to seeing people like yeah, you know true. of that stature and shit. True. Yeah, I, yeah I, LeBron comes in a liquor store, he's not even guaranteed to be the most popular celebrity in that liquor store at the time. Yeah, true. Exactly. That's true. You can see fucking Jay Z walk in or Kanye walk in or whatever. It's like oh, it's or like Snoop Dogg. Well, yeah, you know, it's like an everyday you know I mean? thing. And I also, yeah. fact, I also factor in the, the eras, too. I mean, because I was more so coming from the fact that MJ came from the era where there was no social media. So, he, you know, I'm not saying LeBron yeah. deserves to be hounded when he comes out, but LeBron does put information out there of when, you know, when he's mm. doing his music reviews and all. When, like, you can see him on a day-to-day basis. They didn't have that when Michael was playing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. to not have social media and 5,000 people still know where you're located at, that's got to be nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. That's a s- and not only that, but I mean, also, you got to figure that uh, LeBron, like, he seems more within reach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of social media. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Was- Whereas Jordan's like, you see him, it's like, holy he was like shit, a mystique. that's fucking Michael Jordan. He was a mystique. Yeah. And also, before this documentary, we didn't know how he was behind the scenes. We just not saw him yeah. play back. We saw him play basketball, and we saw him do interviews with Oprah or NBA TV, and he had this little, not soft-spoken, but almost like a humbled voice. Like, you know, I'm just, yeah. just like a really nice guy. and oh, oh, Like, the closest we ever saw to him, I guess, when we thought was the real him, was on Space Jam. 
You know, we thought that's how he was. Like, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, that's how he was. Can you imagine the real Michael Jordan in Space Jam? Like, the real Jordan. <laughs> Toon Squad would have been whoop, down. Whooping Bugs Bunny in the shape. He, like, <laughs> bro, you better hit that shot. <laughs> he would have called Bugs Bunny a bitch. Fucking bitch! He would have been dissing the loony. He would have been. Oh my god! I could just imagine. Fucked a lola bunny at the free throw line. Make the free throw, ho! Make that free throw, ho! (laughs) (laughs) Then this nigga would have just joined the monsters. Like fuck y'all! I'm gonna join these niggas. (laughs) He looks at he looks at fucking Porky Pig and does that eye shit that he did to Scott Burrell. Hey. Does the eye thing? Me look at me. <laughs> like the only time we ever heard him kind of get amped up when he gave him that little motivation speech. No, nah, that's not how. Jo- that's not how the real Michael Jordan would have talked. The real Michael Jordan would have oh, cussed them all no. out. Yeah, <laughs> he would have. Yeah, he would have lost his fucking mind. Huh? Yeah, yeah, down, right. how, how bad would how bad would they down? They were down seventy four to twenty something at halftime. Some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then only held him to three points in the second half. Like, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Jordan was defensive player of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, they just had their secret stuff. They had Michael's secret stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah, and you know, somebody hit Sam had that secret stuff, too. He's packing <laughs> that secret weapon. He yeah. brought them guns Sheesh. to the court and shit like he was fucking playing for the Wizards. Yeah, I remember that. Or Elma Fudge is all of a sudden just dunking like fucking Dr. J. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> then Bill Murray showed up out of nowhere, which made no sense. He just showed up. With a that hat was on. a crazy shit. Well, he knew one of the producers, man. Didn't you listen? Bill Murray was one God. of the producers? No, no he, he knew, knew one, of the producers. one of the producers. Oh, yeah, one he did say that. Yeah, yeah, he just dropped me off, so. <laughs> yeah, see? It makes sense. Yeah, then he had the fucking game-winning assist. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, one assist. <laughs> I'm like, he drew up the, the, the game plan, dog. Yeah, it was one <laughs> assist. Just pass to Jordan when Jordan just flew in the air and just stretched out. Yeah. <laughs> Father stretched ah. my hand. Somebody should cue up the damn uh, Kanye to that. You're the only oh power. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, but back to real life. Yeah, that yeah, would be real perfect. Michael I'm going to do that shit, dog. Yeah, so episode nine and ten, only only stuff they focused on was Steve Kerr and his life and his dad that worked in the what, what did he work overseas? He worked in the Middle East and shit, right? Uh, he was he was at a university. Um, I forgot yeah. which one, but I didn't I did not know anything about that about Steve Kerr. Me background. neither. So and he got shot. Yeah. And he got sh- yeah. Yeah, shot yeah. everything. To, like my mouth, if it could drop to the floor, it would have dropped to the floor. I was like, oh my god. Wow, yeah. that explains the fight and the mm-hmm. Steve Kerr. He doesn't give off the impression unless you actually watch this game. He doesn't give you the impression like you know he has that dog in him. But Steve Kerr has a dog in him. Like he, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. then you then you realize you know when he's talking about you know I didn't get any, I didn't get any scholarship offers like that. And then he was the the joke on Twitter for a little while because like I definitely didn't have the women. And everybody was like, all right, man, that, you didn't have to indulge you and get no bitches in high school. And it was like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but I felt the edit that was crazy was when he said, like, when he was talking about his dad and he was like, I was always thinking he should just be in the crowd. And during the national anthem, he'd be like, yeah, I'll be thinking this is just this, this, my dad would be thinking how dope this is. And yeah. as soon as he said that, it cuts to the national anthem to what? To the Eastern Conference Finals with the Pacers? Yeah. Yeah, it cuts to the national anthem of Game Seven or the Game. Yeah, it's Game Seven of that shit, and mm. I was like, "Oh, that's just wow! That was just great editing. That was great timing oh, and yeah. everything." 
for sure. Again, I remember that round game. Yep. to the director, I... the producer, and the editors for, yeah. for doing what they did because it, it wasn't really, easy, but they got I it done. I remember that game. Yeah, I remember that game. I was young, but I remember that game, especially oh, the man, final I, second. Me too. I remember yeah. that series, man. That series was mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, because the Lakers had lost the series before in the semis to the Jazz, so I didn't give a fuck about the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> it, was kind of, it was preconceived the Jazz were going to go back anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, right. So yeah. I was more tuned in the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, that Eastern Conference Finals, that Pacers team was stacked, and a lot of people they don't were. realize that. Like, Jalen Rose yes. came off the bench. He wasn't even a starter yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's... T- did it? Oh no, that was in that was in the finals. No, nah, I'm talking about like in that game when Reggie Miller made that shot in the final few seconds, and then I was just like, it wasn't the national game anthem game. Yeah, that was game four, yep. and he was mm-hmm. all jumping around, and then they cut to Larry Bird, and he just looks up, and he has this. He looks up, and he doesn't even celebrate. He's just like, yeah. fuck, because there's well, cause seconds he knows left. Better, because he's because he knows <laughs> there's seconds left on the clock, and you know who it's going to. Yep. And when yep. that when that bar went in the air. And I I vaguely remember this. I I remember vividly remembering that part. It just went, almost, it literally almost went in. And Reggie Miller said, I looked up. I was like, Yep, that's going in. Oh no, mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> I remember that. And uh, I was, I remember, huh? I remember that and the the radio call because even though, of course, we were a Lakers household, the fact that it was Jordan's last season, my mom um, went and bought us, my brother and I, the. Um, the Bulls championship, uh, the championship set. So we got the VHS, the shirt, uh. the hat, and then we just split it up. So we used to watch that all summer. And yeah, not mm. that 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 radio call always stuck with me because he goes, it rims out, and he goes, uh, the radio call is always, it rimmed out, it rimmed out, and it's two to two, unbelievable. <laughs> and then it just shows as as it's going, it shows Jordan just like head down, just walking off the court, and as he's walking, it's just like. It's this dramatic ass music that takes place. It's still like I'm gonna go back and watch that shit on Amazon. That shit's still good. <laughs> yeah, and then you get the yo, game my, seven. My and... memory of that, mm-hmm. yo, let me, real quick. My memory of that uh, situation, everything, dude. It's it's a trip because this is back in the back in the back in the days, yeah, right? right? So you remember how people had like those portable uh, TVs and shit? Yep. You plug them into like the car. Yeah, I had that shit, yo. Yep. yep. I had that shit going because which I I had a uh, a soccer game at the park down here because they had like low park league and shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And uh after my game was over, I wasn't paying attention. I was supposed to be paying attention cuz my brother was playing. <laughs> but hell no, nah, I was watching Jordan, bro. Of course. <laughs> it's for priorities. Like, I remember that shit like if it was yesterday, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was crazy. Look yeah, at the shit I'm we a- had to go through just to watch a game when we weren't home. Seriously, it's for real. Oh, had to turn on. I had to make sure you had batteries <laughs> on the fucking portable TV. Then you had to flip the antenna. And God forbid, yeah, the, yep. the you had to get them shit. You got to, you had to get them shits at Circuit right? City and shit. Yeah. I remember that. No, nah, but mm-hmm. I remember then Game Seven. I remember that game. I remember just how, that was the one when they manhandled them right towards the end. Uh, when the they Bulls. came back because the Pacers were up by thirteen at one point in that game. Yep, yeah. yep. And then they came and then back. It was and, like, nah, y'all done. Yep. <laughs> now, and then when they we get to the final. And then they get to the finals. What was what was it? Game three when the when the Bulls just literally abused the Jazz when they were up. It was like ninety to fifty. Yeah. So that final game was ninety six fifty four. Um, which was wild because Utah was one of the best offensive teams that year. From yeah. Of 
and they just mm-hmm. could not hit shit at all. And I, remember, I vaguely uh, remember that game. I remember, I remember that game specifically because I was at my, um, I was at my uncle's in East Palo Alto, and I remember mm-hmm. the Jazz got up three zero, and then the Bulls. I think it was Scotty went to the free throw line. He made one of two, so they were Jazz were up three to one. My mom walked mm-hmm. in, and she was like, "Damn, you might as well just miss both free throws. You're just only going to put one point up." <laughs> it's like they said. It's like Jordan heard that shit. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know he needs motivation. Yeah, <laughs> any type of motivation. Pre- <laughs> then they proceeded to go on a ninety-five to fifty-one run to end the game. <laughs> Destroyed them. I remember that one. I was like, they just whooped they ass. I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, so they, do they win the championship? I was like, no, they got to they got to win a few more games. I was like, are you sure? Because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's might never, as well just call that shit right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> has that ever happened before in the finals? Like after that, what? What? Like someone get really blown out like that? A team that doesn't like score that to much. score like that. Like like ninety five. Like 95, I honestly don't remember any. Like ninety five fifty. I mean, I mean, we were getting our ass. Like we got our ass whooped against the Pistons in two thousand four. But y'all lost by like, like we were only scoring like six, we were only scoring like sixty seven points. But the Pistons were only putting up like eighty-seven points themselves, so it wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, that we're bad. We're getting our ass whooped by twenty, but it wasn't like you oh, know, yeah. no one It wasn't like how that. It wasn't like game. how that was. Nah, but that Celtics yeah, nah, game it wasn't that crazy. The Celtics game six when they beat us in two thousand eight, it was like that. We still put up like ninety-six oh, points, but we lost yep. by forty-two. Which one was worse? Yeah. Was, which one was worse? The Pistons ones or the or were the Celtics with Kevin Durant and all them? Garnett, I mean. You mean Garnett? Yeah, which one was worse <sighs> for for your for your as a fan? Which one was worse? Watching what your what the Pistons did or what the Celtics did? Mm. Okay, so for me, I'll go. I'll go first, JC. Mm-hmm. For me, watching against the Pistons sucked. Mm. Like seriously, because the games like they were so low scoring, it was like pure defense all the way through. Even that last for game, me, that the, that shit just sucked to watch the game. That last game against the Celtics, yeah. That shit burns, dude. Mm. Just because it's the Celtics. Well, yeah. What about you, JC? Yeah, I'll, I'll say they're different levels of pain because. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm dead ass serious. I'm not. Even I know that's why I'm laughing. The, the Pistons' loss was because that was the end of Shaq and Kobe. Like it was, yep. it was done after that. Yeah. So the yeah. readjustment of that of knowing that was over. The Celtics shit burns because. If Andrew Bynum just plays, we likely win that series. Yeah. That's why it burns. And if Trevor Reza is healthy late in the season. Hmm. Like, if we if both, because if you think about it, they both of them were relatively healthy the next two years, and we end up winning two titles. So. Right. It was really those. It was kind of like, all right, yeah, y'all got us, but y'all kind of got us under man, which, I mean, the Celtics could say the same thing because Kendrick Perkins was out after game six the year we won. But mm-hmm. you know they still have Rasheed Wallace, and even though Rasheed <laughs> yeah. Wallace wasn't the, yeah. the Wallace Rasheed Wallace from the Pistons, he yeah. was still very serviceable. He actually gave us he was right. actually the reason why Andrew Bynum couldn't even be on the court. Kendrick Perkins at least allowed mm-hmm. Bynum to be on the court because he couldn't do much. Rasheed Wallace actually made Bynum a liability for us. Mm. So they, but yeah, I, I mean was, they they, I was they hurt. it's it's different. Like I'm not gonna say one's worse because I I still haven't watched the final series from both of those. I mean, just hurt well, I don't know why you should. <laughs> I wouldn't watch I'm it. Like, yeah, I, I'm not going to ever. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason. I mean, yeah. I still haven't watched the Super Bowl. I mean, I might watch the the last Super Bowl. I might still watch that because I know we saved the Bay Area. 
<laughs> but <laughs> shit. But the other one? Nah, I ain't gonna watch that shit. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> but, you imagine um, being see, a, those... You imagine being a Falcons fan? Oh hell no! <laughs> so what hell Tom Brady did? No, bro. Oh, you nah. saw what Tom Brady did, right? On Twitter? Yep. Not not even that, dude. Fucking uh, John Elway tore their ass apart too, didn't he? Or fucking who was it? Ooh. Everyone tore. Atlanta no, the Vikings. Apart. They didn't even get to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that year with uh, Jamal Anderson and them. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Be- yeah. Rough oh, times. Man, that's that's why when people were trying to compare that Niner loss to the what the Falcons did, I was like, I mean, it's bad, but y'all were worse. You guys literally had it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was yeah. a big lead. <laughs> like, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was, was bad. Three, three touchdowns, uh, a couple two-point conversions, and a field goal. Like y'all had it. <laughs> it was twenty eight nine going into the fourth, and you know what happened. So ours, it was bad. But Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, so it's like it is when destiny happened. And if we would have won, you know, shit, we all would have been sick. So shit happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know that takes place, and they lost to a running back that went super saiyan, who was a black running back, but his last name's White. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> hey, we get off topic. Anyway, back to the last game. Yeah, so, so, yeah, the, sh- so game three happens, and then of course Dennis Rodman steals the news and goes to WCW. I-, I just don't understand how any NBA player could live if that takes place in the social media era, and this nigga just disappears and goes to WCW for that night was to smack and, Diamond and Dallas Page with a chair. Yeah, and I'm so glad they didn't really go that in depth because. WWE Network literally is, yeah, for once, 30 ESPN don't have it. WWE Network literally has a documentary on that, on that fucking whole situation. Like, yeah. like Eric Bischoff mm. tells a story about how they went to the, how they went to the strip club and shit like that. <laughs> and then, like, he was all chilling there talking to Rodman and Rodman said, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So Bischoff's like, oh, okay. So the Rodman don't come back and he's like, what the hell's going on? Where's Hogan? Where's Rodman? So he goes back into the tour bus and Rodman's just chilling there with hella strippers and a cigar. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure one that he took from Jordan's locker. <laughs> yeah, or maybe that was the one he asked oh, for. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So you know that was it. But yeah, so they go back to that. They and of course, long story short, they beat the Pacers, and then they go against the Jazz, and then they talk about the quote unquote flu game. And well, before that, before we even get to that, like, uh, how big was it that WCW actually dropped the ball with that marketing? Like, why didn't they just send NWO to the rest of the finals games? To just be in the crowd. Like, could you that imagine Dennis shit. Robin, like, high-fiving Hulk Hogan in the Hogan crowd? Hogan on the fucking sideline? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. I never thought of that. That would have been crazy. I never thought of that. Like, they, they could have, And they the had the money. They had, Ted, they had Ted Turner money. They could have literally sent Hogan, Hall, and Nash, or just Hogan and Bischoff courtside. They had the money and had, oh, my God. And then when they celebrated, yeah. and if they would have won, oh, my God. That, yeah, because they dropped. I never thought yeah. of that. I never story, thought of that. Their storyline could have just been, "Eh, you guys aren't even our competition, so we're taking a week off to go support Dennis." And then they could have just did like little promos before the games would start around United Center. Like, oh, all oh my the security's God. there. Yeah, that would have been fire, but and and they would not have bothered Dennis. And, they, and can you imagine them celebrating and in the locker room with them? Oh my God, they hella dropped the ball. I never thought of that. I never <laughs> yeah. thought of that. Holy shit. They hella dropped the ball. Oh, well. 
Fuck him. And Hulk Hogan. Fuck, fucking Michael <laughs> Jordan in a Michael Jordan in an NWO hat. <laughs> After the uh, a, a custom made NWO yeah. Bulls hat. They didn't. Yeah, I'm N- surprised NWO, they never capitalized on that. They yeah, never NWO capitalized written on that. Over, NWO written over a two three. Oh man. Can you imagine the NWO, the NWO like uh, spray paint over the fucking NBA championship? Yeah. <laughs> What a oh waste. my god! Give me oh, what well. I want. <laughs> I never thought of that, JC. I <laughs> hell did. I did. Oh, well. All these years, I never thought of that. Oh well. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they showed Robin going to WCW, and <laughs> and it was just hilarious. Just because because they said like Phil Jackson said, yeah, I'm gonna let Robin do what he does, but as long as he plays on the court, that's all that matters. And Robin is the personification of clock in and clock out. I'm really good at yep. my job, so let me do what I got to yeah. do. And then when I show up for work, I show up for work. <laughs> so leave exactly. me alone. Pretty much. Leave that's why no other teams. Alone. That's why no other teams could f- like fuck with him because they were all talking about his off his off court antics. And mm-hmm. when he doesn't get his way, he just acts up. Like especially when he played with y'all. I remember specifically ter- like turning to ESPN or somewhere on the news, and you just see Rodman just sitting on the floor in your Laker jersey. I remember that. Rocking that seven three. Mm-hmm. And he just sat down. I forgot why he did it, but he just said, "Fuck y'all! I'm just gonna sit on the fuck in the center of the in the center court." And then he just took his jersey off and just left. So wild story. Speaking of that, just real quick because we can jump back into game five of '97. But wild story. Um, Scottie Pippen almost became a Laker after his only year with the Rockets. Oh wow! Because so of course Phil Jackson came into the mix going into that season. And so he was already bringing Ron Harper along, and he was going to try to get Scotty, but mm. Scotty, um, I think they had promised him the bag, so it just it wasn't secure enough. But there was a deal to be done in place. The only problem was to get Scotty, we would have had to send over Robert Ory a part of the package. Is this after Ooh. Jordan left? This is going into the, the Lakers' first championship year. Mmm. So this is there was that year off because remember Phil Jackson took a year off in between the Bulls and the Lakers. He didn't coach mm. in ninety nine. Mm. So all this was going into the ninety nine two thousand season. But the deal was Glenn Rice, Robert Ory, and I forgot one other person to get Scotty. And at the time it would have sounded cool, but oh yeah, you got to remember two thousand two. It's two thousand two, Scotty. That's why Washed. I said, "Oh, yeah." Scotty been playing just like his voice. Well, uh, you know, just pass me the ball and I put it in the basket. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not only that, it's Robert Ory's shot against the the Queens. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That would have never happened. Without Robert Ory, I, I don't know. Well, like yeah. he's like, hey, shit happens for a reason. Yeah. So, so Scotty got six. He possibly could have had seven, eight, nine, and yeah. But you know, I'm glad with what happened. I'll take it. Yeah. Anyway, back to this damn documentary. So uh, we like we keep going back and forth like the damn documentary. <laughs> like you know how they go back in time to like ninety seven or whatever. We, we keep mm-hmm. doing that with our conversation. Anyway, what were we? Finals. Uh, well, the flu game. Uh, that was once. That oh yeah, the flu. The, the flu quote game, unquote. But now it's the quote now it's unquote flu game. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, like how you said. That's a funny way to call it in Hennessy. Yeah, that was my first thought. It was like, damn, why are they referring to Hennessy as pizza? Like, because <laughs> clearly he so, was drunk. Because pretty much <laughs> the story is, for, for well, what Jordan and his trainers say, 
This is the, this is the story that Jordan and his trainer say about what happened the night before. Jordan was in his hotel room. It was late at night, and for whatever reason, his black ass wanted a pizza. So they call up a pizza joint. All uh, the pizzas uh, were closed. They found one pizza joint. Uh, uh, tell him. Tell him why he had to order a pizza. Why? Because he wanted he wanted to eat. No, because the team ordered pizza without him, and he got pissed, so he spit on everybody else's pizza. He said that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds like Jordan. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Jordan had to yeah, be... that oh, sounds legit. That sounds legit. So, yeah, Jordan was petty <laughs> and hungry, so he wanted pizza. So, they called the pizza joint. They didn't say what pizza joint it was, and then they came up there, and there was five dudes at the door, like it was some Soprano shit, and they gave Michael the pizza... <laughs> The trainer was like, I have a bad feeling about this on some fucking Star Wars shit. But Jordan ate the whole pizza. First of all, how the hell would you eat the whole box of pizza right before your game? But he's like, I'm Michael Jordan. Fuck y'all. I'm like, ah, well, shit. What was it before the game? It was like at 10 or no, 11 o'clock at the night, night before. The night before. Yeah. Yeah, the night before. That's what I meant. The night before. So I'm just like, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, athlete, I mean, you'd be surprised what athletes whatever. consume the night before the game. The night before the game isn't really... Uh, a means to what they eat. It's usually the yeah. meals before that. If he ate that pizza hours before the game, then he kind of got a problem. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, what pizza was it? Like, was it Round Table? Well, they don't have Round Table in Chicago or Utah. No, no, in Utah it was a no. In Utah it was a mom and pop shop. Probably they were saying it was Pizza <laughs> right. Hut. They were saying it was Pizza Hut, but whatever. Whatever I the mean, case, I don't Mike... know why they. I don't. I mean, again, I, I don't know why they're saying this to begin with. I again calling Hennessy Pizza in Utah is just wild to me. Like, <laughs> I'm not falling for it. Like, to me, that's no, even worse. Like, fam, you talk, you don't hide the fact that you was hung over with pizza. Like, and the story just don't even like listen to the story. He got mad no, that so the team after that, without him, wastes, so he just spit he on the like. That you you kind of deserve that shit. See, I'm yeah, sorry. you did. He, he did. definitely does. But it sounds legit. It sounds like something like, Jordan would do to an extent. Like, if if we didn't know no better, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't so know anyways, no that that story could pass, bro. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Jordan woke up. He said he couldn't sleep. He was throwing up, and then he had food poisoning. So he still played and put up how many points? Sixty points. Uh, thirty-eight. Shit. And then in the end, in the end of the game, <laughs> they talked to the jazz coach, and he was just like, "Jordan was sick. I didn't know that. You tell me he was sick. Well, that's news to me." And it went to commercial. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you watch it, like when I don't care if he, he was, I don't care if he was hungover. I don't care if he was drunk. I don't care if he freaking what you call it had food poisoning or a flu, any of that shit. Nah, that nigga was that nigga was hung the fuck on over. Him, that was yeah. the hangover game. That was. It, I it still don't believe that. I still believe it. it. Don't matter. I know it don't matter. He still went out there and put up thirty eight. I know it's the principle. What up? He was hungover. Who cares? Yeah, he still went out there and shit on him, and then took his <laughs> like, shit after. <laughs> and then took his. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> oh, I would have hated being the equipment manager, having to be the one and the and the team trainer having to be assigned to him. As he, boy, <laughs> them bowels must have smelled like uh, smelled like oh. Game of Thrones backshot air. Just damn. Oh god. Oh yeah, you know this week Ugh. was the anniversary of the um of the last episode. Oh yeah, that's why I brought it up. Nigga's still mad. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went back and looked at the tweets. Like I look, I look at my time hop and look back on those tweets, and I was like, <laughs> and listen yep. to our episode when it, <laughs> how everyone was so pissed off. 
Oh, man. That's what people get anyway. for saying it was better than The Wire. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, uh, back on track. <laughs> anytime, anytime I get to see Utah Jazz fans in anguish, it just pleases my soul. It's almost like a full-fledged orgasm. I just love seeing that, Utah Jazz fans just when they in zoomed pain. in when they zoomed in on Jordan's last shot and they showed all them crackers. Sorry, them white fans just like in just pain, and then you see that one Jordan fan with his hands in the air, like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Because <laughs> it was a beautiful shot. When you see it, it was a beautiful shot, and he did not push off. If that happened now, they would have called the foul on Jordan. They would have called the foul on that push off. Maybe it still it wasn't a push off. Byron Russell's yeah, momentum was swinging that way, anyways. Oh yeah, I know, I know, of course. Yeah. But I'm just saying, now in this climate, they probably would have caught a foul because oh, no, they, no, no, no. I don't know, man. They barely nah, could they calls on LeBron. Like stars get those true. benefits of the doubt. Oh yeah, stars get those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Especially against Byron Russell. Especially against mean? Byron Russell when we learned the history of him, of uh, Jordan going to see the Jazz out of practice or wherever he was. And Byron Russell, hey, why'd you retire? I would have defended. I would have blocked the shit out your like knowing oh, that history. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. Jordan's like, oh, you say you better talk to him. And then he yeah. puts the final shit. He busted the final shot in his eye. Yeah, like it's and commendable. It two, and it was a and it was a two pointer too. I forgot it was a two pointer. Mm-hmm. I remember that yeah. shot so vividly because when he made it, I, I literally said, "Up, oh, game over." I said it out loud. I said it. I remember <laughs> saying it. Game over. <laughs> yep. But I mean, commendable you know? to Brian, uh, Byron Russell for, you know, not being a bitch and standing his ground. But at the same time, it's like, eh, you kind of had it coming to you all these years. Yeah, right. But there's just something about seeing Utah fans just in anguish just because of the racial under and overtones that have really been on display from as long as I can remember the Lakers going there to play games. Like, I okay. hate I hate Utah fans. I like I I don't yeah. like them. Well, that's why God I didn't, never gave him I didn't a championship. Know what, uh, yeah, I didn't know what you were talking about when you when you were you know saying how much you like to see them in anguish and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Why? But then I get you now. Yeah, they're racist. They're a red state. Yeah. Fuck yeah I mean, you know, yep. like, go just look back at well, all it's the history. More than like, just the most, being a red state. <laughs> yeah. The most his the most recent history is Russell Westbrook. Remember, he went there and they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. Calling yeah, him, fuck you know, him. Like, everything but a damn slave out there. And then it's like, and right. then when you see it, it's like, yep, that's why Jordan took y'all souls. Yeah, there's something about Jordan taking these niggas souls. Like seeing it now as an as an as as a you know old as an adult, it's like, damn, that must have hurt. Oh, oh yeah. the fuck, well, because <laughs> they show the fans like there's dead silence in this arena. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a way to, and and that's so fitting for Jordan to end his career taking a nigga's soul, taking mm-hmm. a taking a crowd soul. <laughs> How do you feel ah. about? Uh, do you feel any different about Jerry Krause now that uh, Jerry no. uh, Rensdorf, no. the owner? No, because I, no. I definitely, I definitely see it in a different light. I'm not giving Krause any excuse, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm also now putting more, giving more blame to the owner too because of that bullshit excuse he had. Yeah, that was the most bullshit ass, bullshit ass excuse. And the look on Jordan's face when he looked at it, he was like, "Really, really?" Yeah. That was a so bullshit ass the, excuse. The excuse was that he, after all this took place and they won, Jerry, mm. uh, I think it's Rensdorf, he went up to Phil and he was like, "Hey, if you want to come back next year, you earned it. You know, we'll we'll make it work. I'll talk to Jerry Krause." And Phil was like, "Nah, because Fuck the you. whole fucking season, you guys were telling us 
It's over. Now, it's done. Like, I like you kept telling us, like shit. in the beginning, at the beginning of the season, you said eighty-two. Even if you win eighty-two games, it's it won't be enough. I'm gone, and I was like, for sure. So this was it. Bye. Yeah. So he told Phil that. So then, mm. but then Jerry ends up saying all these years later, after having time to think about it, he's like, yeah. I mean, we could have went for seven, but the problem is we would have had to overpay for all the guys that weren't going to be worth it. And he was talking about. Scotty Rodman and you know the whole nine. It's kind of like these niggas just won a title, bro. <laughs> and then Jordan just had this look For on real. his face, like, really? I could have taken a pay cut. We all could have took pay cuts. Scotty would have been hard, but if you would have convinced Scottie him that I'm no back, you, they would have had to pay Scotty. Yeah, I know, but they For said real. if you would have had me, if you would have had me, you would have had um, Kerr. Everyone, the whole gang came back. I'm like, yeah, we would have came back. And Jordan, even the only thing I kind of feel bad is that he's. Jordan left when he was at the prime of his career, and he felt he had more. He knew he had more left in the tank, and yeah, he that, was not willing. And he was not willing to play with anybody else. Which yeah, makes that sense. narrative. That narrative. That's kind of what we all were assumed as kids growing up. All these years was that MJ was pleased with walking off as the very best, and it was no question that shit was dead. He <laughs> blatantly told the camera, "No, I was pissed that we retired. We should have been able to defend it one more year." Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, well. I kind of always felt that way. I kind of felt that's how he always felt. I've always felt that. And well, I, I mean, yeah. he could have, but the impression that it was given under that time, that wasn't the case. Yeah, I like, remember that. You got to remember, it wasn't, just, it wasn't just what was on the court. Like, Nike was also marketing as, you know, kind of like a mission accomplished type deal. Mm, I don't remember that. So, but you know, I'm, it was that, that, whole, that whole situation was eye-opening in that sense. But, I mean... Them getting to the finals in that 99 season, sure, especially because of the lockout year. Mm-hmm. I still don't know if they beat the Spurs only because they were already having issues with the Spurs that season before. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And that was Tim Duncan, you know, that was first year Tim Duncan. Yeah. yeah. Then you get say, second like year, year Tim year Duncan. And, uh, you know, it, it, that's a little, it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I just like, like second the year of the Twin Towers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was also the year, and that's what I like in the end when it shows, it shows the list of what happened after. It said Phil retired. It's like Phil, like Phil Jackson got released. Um, Jordan retired again. Steve Kerr got traded. Rodman got released, and then it just said, and the Scotty Bulls got traded. Scotty got traded, and then it said, and the last thing it said was, and the Bulls began to rebuild, and that's mm-hmm. how it ended. And I was, if you were a Bulls fan and you saw that, like, oh fuck you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Why get the put Seriously. that part? In? <laughs> they yep. haven't won a championships. It's, so it was like 90, 98, right? So how many years has it been? Almost twenty years. something. Yeah, I don't feel Damn. don't feel bad for them. It ain't been that compared to other fun. other franchises. It ain't been that long. They got a yeah. whole bunch of Jordans up there. That's what they got. They yeah. don't got a championship. They got a whole bunch of Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My yep. my final takes on this was number one. If, uh, Again, well put together docu-series, especially considering the really the last two episodes were kind of just thrown together. You kind of got much. that feel of it, but at the same it time, it kind of felt like, that way. Yeah, but at the, at the same time, it's kind of like you know, what can you do about these final two, the final Games. two final series and that Eastern Conference Finals? Like everybody, for the most part, knows what about happened. that. Mm-hmm. So you can only mm-hmm. do so much. That step. but I felt like they did a good job with Steve Kerr because not a lot of people knew about that. Um, yeah, my final takes was. I mean, the Bulls, you talk about just letting everything go. I mean, there's no reason why Michael Jordan doesn't have a role in that front office. Like, 
<laughs> That's wild. Seriously, though. I, I, I could understand Seriously. if he still managed to go from the Bulls' front office into Charlotte's front office because he's from North Carolina. Well, he was raised in North Carolina, even though he was, raised, uh, he was yeah. born in New York. But he was mm-hmm. raised in North Carolina. So I could still understand that. It's just he got there from the Wizards. Like, how the fuck did that happen? How did you let that take place? And then, Seriously. number two... I feel like I know more about Jordan's security guards than I know about his family. <laughs> we only saw his kids once, and they only talked about how much they hate Utah. And that yeah. was it. Like, his kids you... never talked about what it was like to grow up as the children of Michael Jordan. Juanita was never mentioned at all. I mean, that's, that's, my, that's a whole history. My wife. That's a whole 30 for 30 in itself. So they don't yeah. need to focus on that, on his wife. That's a whole 30 for 30 in itself. So... But well, they yeah. kind of do because his his they kind of do because his marriage to her was some again. If social media was around, it would have been some off the wall shit. Like Ooh, boy. his mom didn't even know that he got engaged to her at the That's time. That's what I'm saying, man. Like Jordan, if social media was around, Jordan probably wouldn't have gotten six rings. He would have got a ring, yeah. but he wouldn't have gotten six. And, yeah, and just he a lot of different, a lot of different effects. Yeah. But my opinion about this documentary series, I feel it's going to go down as one of the greatest documentary series ever. One, not the, but one of the greatest. Because it, li- yeah, sure. it literally depicted, by far, one of the greatest basketball teams of all time. And, and, and like, mainly Michael Jordan. We've, we've seen so many documentaries on Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, fucking Kobe. But we've never seen one, like, an in-depth documentary on Jordan. And yeah. we got it. Finally, yep. So it was very pleasing too. It really was, and it was pretty much like I don't know why Jordan was so scared that people were going to look at him like he was an asshole. Like nigga, we knew you were an asshole. (laughs) Now it just clarified everything. I thought it was worse to be honest with you. Yeah, I I I I thought it was worse. I really thought it was going to be worse, but I think he probably saw it from that aspect because I'm not going to call the NBA soft. It's just different. Yeah, Um, it's just a different viewpoint of a lot of things mm-hmm. and obviously the 90s is a different era compared to this era of basketball so yeah. that also changes the fans perspective as well mm-hmm. so i get it but i'm also with martin in the sense that i actually thought he stabbed somebody in practice probably <laughs> like, i really thought that too i thought it was worse i thought nah, it was like, some I, other I, shit i thought he was getting into fights on the regular at least yeah. you know what i mean yeah i thought he was gonna pull some i thought he was gonna pull some joker shit and he was gonna double click his his uh, his bread elevens and the fucking knife was gonna come out and he was gonna stab one of them niggas. He probably would have. He probably did. I went up and during practice, and Phil Jackson just looked at him and said, "Well, line up, <laughs> yeah, go, line up, all right, whatever," and just wipe him off the floor, <laughs> throw the body in the trunk. So yeah, but like all in all, last dance. That's a round of applause. Now ESPN has to start making up shit now. <laughs> but not too long because you know mm-hmm. basketball didn't I say that I think I said that Like when, I said wouldn't it be some shit after the last dance that's when basketball comes back and now it looks like it might well, yeah. well, my, nice my whole way. thing my whole thing was I was already warming up to the idea when the uh, the lockdown first started I was like ah, okay a few months off we'll get basketball end of June start of July like alright that, that works for me and then that was before they even announced the uh, the last dance was going to drop earlier mm-hmm. um but yeah, reports mm. are now surfacing that the NBA is more than likely going to resume the season. 
and they're going to make that announcement within a couple weeks. Um, Florida, uh, more specifically, of Disney course. World, is going to serve as the campus to have everybody fly out to finish up the season. Um, a lot of the NBA facilities are for sure going to be opened up the first or second week of June. Um, and when I mean I opened up, like they'll be actually be able to run team activities. So basically another training camp yeah. to get them back in shape to go into July. And, yeah, man, can you imagine how out of shape these mm, motherfuckers are now? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Gotta LeBron be. must be fat, fat right now. <laughs> nah, LeBron, I mean, LeBron been posting every single for workout. For LeBron standards, doing. probably, but... I know. I'm, yeah. I'm just looking at his beard, man. Like, but he, even for his standards, though, he probably is, like, overweight. You know what I mean? Honestly, he should keep, LeBron, he should keep that beard, I'm not beard even worried too. about LeBron. I'm, I'm worried about Deion Waiters. Yeah, nah, same. <laughs> Deion Waiters oh, is who shit. I'm afraid. Yep. <laughs> like... Deion Waiters right. been, been, ain't been to a, a facility. <laughs> Remember, he was working himself back into shape, and then you know the pandemic hit. Now he's available to have all them edibles and shit. So like, <laughs> I, I hope he was taking care of himself. Them niggas gonna be out of shape. Oh, I think the only shit. team that does, doesn't really matter much is like the Warriors. They could literally just coast through this shit. Like, eh, well, shit. Yeah, their season's done. <laughs> yeah, like the season's done. So it's like, yeah, whatever. For real, yeah. you know what's gonna be crazy? Like whoever wins the NBA championship, they can just have their parade at Disney World. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> that's actually pretty fire. <laughs> but no fans. Just have the parade at Disney World. Damn. <laughs> just that's have even all the better. Damn. Have all the Disney characters out there. <laughs> High five and Disney characters. They put. You uh, stupid. They put fucking. Uh, they put. They put liquor in the. Um, and the water fountains and shit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Even if the pandemic wasn't around, that'd be some shit I want to see. Just have the parade at Disney World. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, nah, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I, actually, I like that. In an empty, uh, an empty yeah. Disney World. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Be, but yeah, what, what those... basically got the ball in motion was uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, he put out from jump. Yeah, pro sports in California. It'll be back by mid-June at the latest. So then that yeah. literally started setting in the ball for the NBA to be like, okay, let's move forward. And then it also set the ball for the NCAA because starting, I think, July 1st, students will be allowed back on campus. So it looks like there's going to be see a, that ju- a football season see that, in time. Did you see that joke they said about San Jose State? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's easy. No one ever goes to San Jose State games. I was like, that's what they think, bro. That shit's full every freaking week, dog. Jokes are funny, so. Like, real shit. (laughs) Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, But yeah, yeah, man. Football will still be on on track. But speaking of football, there's there's something we got to get into. Who? I don't know if you guys have been up on game with what's going down, but there was. A way that the NFL was trying to get more minorities into the front office. So they threw out this idea of you hire minorities, you get higher draft picks. That's racist! (laughs) What kind of shit is that? (laughs) I just had to, when I I read that. Like, when I read it, I I had to, like, reread it because I was like, okay, I'm missing something. Because I know damn good and well, they're not saying that if you hire somebody that's black, you're going to move up 10 spots in the third round. Like, I know I didn't just read that. 
Yeah, she did just read that. <laughs> and sure enough, actually, sure enough, when I asked myself the question, I, it then went from the Bleacher Report notification to the ESPN notification to then um, whatever other damn app I was using. It went to that notification. So I was like, oh, these niggas dead the fuck serious. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is very problematic. <laughs> and y'all wonder why Cap took that damn knee. And y'all That's wonder why Cap took the knee. Now you wonder why Cap took that damn knee. I, I don't know why they thought that that would be a good idea. Like, you're basically saying the life of a black general manager is worth the number four pick in the third round. Yeah, that's like, what Roger Goodell is telling you. Yeah, like, like fuck his credentials. You know, fuck the obstacles that he overcame to get put in that position. <laughs> nah, we're just going to bring you on because this is going to give us ten spots higher in the third round. And to be right. honest... Once we're done getting all the good draft picks and we have a contender, we're, just gonna we're probably going to go you. get a, another... Yeah, we're going to get another general manager that can actually handle it. Shit. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, bro? <laughs> and yet, we keep watching. I mean, <laughs> you said it perfectly, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. And yet... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. It yeah. is what it is, man. Just keep scrolling. But then, I guess but... they saw all the, the outpour of what was being stated from everybody that was criticizing... And then it be because I mean to me the basis of it it's not the fact that you're trying to fix a system that's not letting um, minorities, minorities in front office positions. You're trying to tackle that instead of tackling the main issue. There's an ideology going on in the league where minorities aren't capable of doing this position. Why aren't you tackling right. that ideology instead of just trying to say okay, well the ideology can stay, but let's try to fix the issue. That and how many black coaches won the Super? And how many black coaches won the Super Bowl? Only two. Uh, Mike Tomlin and, and Tony Dungy. Dungy. Shit. And <laughs> I was. People can correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't mind it. But the only black GM I remember was Reggie McKenzie because I was there with him when he was in the office. <laughs> when he was not only was he the Raiders GM, but he won fucking General Manager of the Year. Yeah, and then y'all chased him out. Yeah. Or Raiders chased him out. Yeah, you one of us now. Yeah, so like it was like I I remember that and Reggie was well deserving of being in that position. It wasn't like he just got right. it off a fluke. Like he has a really good track record that goes back to Green Bay. Like he earned where is that he at position. Now? He he definitely deserved that shit. Um, That's for sure. I think he's doing uh I don't know if he's general he's I don't think he's general manager, but I think he has a position with the Dolphins. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Well, I don't know about that. Football coming. Speaking of football, Vince McMahon, he's a wild man. There's reports going on that he might actually buy back his stock within the XFL and probably bring it back when this shit is over. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's not, that doesn't surprise the whole reason why he, the whole reason why he filed for bankruptcy because he probably didn't want to pay nobody. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, his, so, I mean, that makes sense. In his defense, the lead did work. So it did. Yeah. But that was because he had, what's his name? Um, Andrew Luck's dad as GM. Oh, yeah. And I guess like last week they released the um, reasons why Vince let him go. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons is because um, he was slow to fucking act during the early stages of the pandemic. Uh, he oh, got wow. mad. He got mad that he drafted a player that Vince McMahon didn't okay. And then there was one other one. It was because he was using the team. He was using the team iPhone for personal use. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that shit is ridiculous. That's just that's just sounds like, <laughs> like some excuses Vince did because he just didn't want to pay him. Like I was like, that sounds like some shit Vince McMahon would do. Yeah, that's some straight petty yeah, shit. Petty guy. shit. Like, all right, bro. Stay on the wrestling shit. Yeah, some sad news happened today. Um, well, as we're recording, former WWE wrestler, oh man, I don't want to fuck up his last name. Uh, Shad Baseball, oh man, you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, you pronounce his last name if you have his name up. Nah, that I, really... I, didn't even, I didn't have the story. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm going to call him Shad. If y'all know who I'm talking about, Shab Basepud, or however you say his name, forgive me. But yeah, he passed away. He was at, like this past weekend. He was on the beach with his um, son, and they were in they were in the Venice Beach. He was in the water, and a tide came and swept them underwater. And when the lifeguards came in, and his last act, he he yelled out, "Save my son!" So they saved his ten year old son, and he got swept out to sea. And they just discovered his body this past Monday because it got swept up to shore. And yeah, Shad Gaspard. Gaspard, there you go. Shad yeah. Gaspard. He was in WWE. He was in WWE. He was one of the. He was one of the tag team members of um, Crime Time. It's Crime Time. Oh, them niggas were funny. Uh, he was in WWE for a few <laughs> years, and then he went to Impact Wrestling for a bit. I think he did. Don't put my word on it. But he was, he's was he been around the wrestling community for years. Right. And he gained a lot of respect throughout the wrestling culture. And, yeah, really good friends with um, Kofi Kingston and New Day and all that shit. And, yeah, it was really sad. It was really, it's pretty sad. And I was like, that's fucked up. 39 years old. So rest yeah, in peace to that, man. Damn. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, man. Yup. So, where should we go now? Um, with the I mean, sticky let's, let's, out? Nah, hell no. Nah, we're not starting there. <laughs> oh, God, no. Nah, we're we starting off to what set the week off, the weekend off from jump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh boy, yeah. Nevadius. Oh, him. Oh, oh shit. shit. Future went ahead and dropped uh, his latest album, High Off Life. Hmm. And boy, to my ears... It was actually pretty good. I, I liked what I heard. He, <laughs> I'll say this: I did not go into this project anticipating Future to reinvent the wheel. Like, <laughs> right? I knew what I was gonna listen to. It was gonna be misogyny. It was gonna be some gun toting. It's gonna be some drug use. It's gonna be some inner reflection. And I was okay with that. <laughs> I didn't have a problem. And and and, and more drug use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only thing I was actually shocked about was I thought it was gonna be more in line with Hendrix. Speaking of that, I actually mm. went back and listened to Hendrix last week. Mm-hmm. Not as bad. It's actually aged pretty well to my ears since Yeah, then. Future fans really, on Twitter, Future fans really love that damn album. They really love Hendrix for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I, I understand why now. It's I, I hear things a little different now. So That's he's the more, more, that's more, like more right? the R&B yeah. shit, right? He's yeah, like, he's no, singing that, a lot more. Yeah, shit. To, even to me, that's the one for him. Yeah, right. like not the absolute number one, but you know what I'm saying. It's one of his top albums. Recently, yeah, that one stands out for sure. for sure. So I thought this was going to be more in line of uh, what he gave on Hendrix, mm-hmm. but mm. I actually got what I thought was reminiscent of Evil and um, Purple Rain. Huh. I'll be mm. honest, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I I just want to hear him talk his shit. And, you know, vocalize a little bit, not for the majority, but I wasn't, again, I was pleased with what I heard. I mean, 
there was again 21 tracks but five of them were already tracks that had already been released and for the most part everybody had pretty much caught on that okay those are basically just bonus tracks at this point so there's really mm-hmm, it's a 16 yeah. track album um right of course usual suspects and dj spin wheezy uh no not lil wayne but wheezy the producer yeah uh, tm88 Southside, atl jacob you know those usual niggas. suspects them niggas right yeah um boy trapped in the sun is my shit i like that man <laughs> I, I i really like trapped in the sun I actually i'm not like really that. a big fan on like really lo-fi sounding type beats yeah but mm. that one actually did it for me i like that I actually kind of like that record. Yeah, uh, Solitaire's, well, with Travis Scott to me, was a good standout. Uh, nice jump in both that of them. That shit was dope. Yeah. But <laughs> then, that shit was sick, dude. But then I think one of the one of the biggest surprises to me was riding Strikers. I don't know mm. about you guys, but I got strong Schoolboy Q vibes when that beat shifted. And that nigga yeah, talking about end. bought me a drink, yeah. finna rob me a bank, and that shit hit, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I like that motherfucker. So that's how I ended up doing it on uh, on this week's playlist. I ran that into pop uh, pop shit with Reason and Schoolboy Q. So, mm. Ah, nice. Yeah. And then um, Posted with Demons was just... <laughs> Posted with Demons is just uh, Misogyny Ultra. It was good, man. This nigga talking about pimping out the pastor's daughter for for drug as a drug mule. So I don't give a bit. I don't care if a bitch worships the devil. She's still gonna move these packs, and it was just like, hmm. <laughs> we really going there, and I'm not mad. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What else you got? Like th- this is in line with what I was expecting yeah. to hear. <laughs> what else you got, sir? <laughs> and then uh, hard to choose and tr- I I like Trillionaire, man. Hmm. Dude, young boy. He's nice. Yeah. He He's nice. He's really got it. Like I didn't, I didn't hear it when he first came out, but now it's like, okay, his sound is developed and it's nice. Yeah, I that that's exactly what I was thinking. Was I didn't see the potential at the time he was developing, but now that <clears throat> right. he's developed, same here. Yeah, now that he's developed, I, I, it's there on full display, and I get it. Mm-hmm. And then of course, can we? I'm, can I just give a round of applause to Too Comfortable? <laughs> I too comfortable is just wow. That's all I can say about it. just wow. <laughs> wow. That should touch that should just touch to my inner scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much this album to I you. I was wondering is, how you were gonna describe that shit, but that, that makes sense. Yeah. So pretty much this this album to you is vintage future. I mean I wouldn't call it vintage future, but I would say it's the future that everybody jumped on the bandwagon for. Like, mm. I would consider Vintage Future the run that included the three mixtapes going into Dirty Sprite 2. Uh, okay. Yep. That, to me, is Vintage Future, because that one... and For sure. I guess you can also include the next two years, because really, to me, Future's run was 2014 to 17 in terms of, like, when he was at his ultimate top-notch and top gear. So yeah. I don't want to say just those two years in general, but it was more so, if you really weren't on the the bandwagon after Dirty Sprite 2, you kind of missed out. Because mm-hmm. the mixtape yeah, leading up to that shit, that was an experience. Mm. Like, this nigga was literally just dropping, like, nine-track mixtapes, and them shits was knocking. And it was like, wait a minute, this ain't honest. What the hell is this? I actually like just, honest, <laughs> by the way. 
it, it just it just kept going and going and going. Finally, he got to Dirty Sprite Two, and the you know it was out the park. Yeah, um, he was that, that was him at his peak. Yeah, so I I'm not gonna say it was vintage. I'll say this was for me. He was definitely on the right track towards that. Mm, um, yeah, and then I, I definitely him and Uzi just have good chemistry. Just ever since uh, too much sauce. Mm. So mm. so to hear uh, to hear them on all bad like I I knew what I was gonna get with that and I wasn't let down. I like that song too. So I mean overall again yeah, I, I hear you, bro. Again I'm, I'm, I'm not, not I'm never been a fan of Uzi. See I'm a fan of feature Uzi. I, I've never been a fan of his solo work, but Uzi on a lot of right. features for me he does it. Especially I think the one song where it really picked up for me was when he did the hook for uh for Wiz Khalifa and I um oh yeah. Uh, that pull up, I think pull it up, is. yeah. That yeah. to me was when he showed out, and I was like, okay, he's got the ability to do it. Right. So yeah, well, overall, I liked it. I, I played this fucking album probably about seven times since it's dropped. Well, with Damn. me, <laughs> I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like Busby, it. Are you there? Huh? We lose him. Yeah, you hear yeah, me? Yeah, he's no longer. No, I'm right oh, here. We lost both. That's, that, that no, was so, I, I'm right that here. That was so foul. Oh, okay. The fuck? Oh, there you are. It was I'm right to, here. He was about to be like, oh, he was getting ready to talk slick, so. Anyway. So so the fuse in the Vegas right went can cut his shit. Anyway. Nah. Future pulled the plug. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Anyway, like I said, I wanted to like it. I really didn't want to like it. It just wasn't hidden for me. Like, I mean, the opening track... Uh, Trapped in the Sun was cool. I like Touch the Sky. Riding Strikers was cool. One of mine was cool. And Postal with Demons. And of course, um, what's it called? Too Comfortable. Other than that, the rest was just blah to me. Everything was, it was just blah. And I'm never going to revisit this album again. So, Shit. if you like it, cool. Like, but honestly, I feel he has not musically, like, amused my ears since the since the run since ds2 he has not musically amused my ears since that run so but that's you if you like it and if y'all like it that's cool is it because you don't want your inner scumbag to come out Hmm. no it's just the music just doesn't it just doesn't hit me it just didn't affect me has none of me being a scumbag or anything it's just i just (laughs) wasn't feeling it it just at some point the out all the whole the album started sounding the same to me, and I just it was bleh. What do you mean by sound? If the you same? like what, it, what were, what were some examples of sound the same? Like, I, your thoughts aren't gonna just dis- persuade me, so it's, I'm not. JC, talking about that. it doesn't matter. It, it kind of just doesn't matter. You're not gonna change my mind. I just didn't care for it. No, no. But when you say <laughs> sound the same, what started sounding the same? Like, what songs started sounding the same? When it let's see, solitary. Uh, let's see. Trillionaire, Harlem but, Shake. But, but oh. what did Solitaire? What did Solitaire sound like? That's what I'm asking. What I'm asking. What song started sounding like? It didn't amuse my ears, JC. It just didn't amuse no, 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 my no, ears. Listen, listen I'm I don't I'm have not, to I'm explain not trying, it. I'm, not your mind. I'm just letting you know. It just sounded to my ears. It was the same concepts. It was the same type of beats to me. It was just. It was. Blah. Typical futures, what you're saying. So you're right? talking about. You're talk, you're not, so you're not talking about songs on this album. Yeah. You're just talking about songs in general. No, that he's talking about overall. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Okay, yeah, that's what I was asking. I wasn't asking you to get defense. I wasn't trying to change your mind on this. I was just asking what oh. songs. I thought you were saying there were songs on here that started sounding the same. Oh, it just—I mean, the same concepts, the same type of raps. It was just—it was just blah. I was over it. Like, I like when I got to what did I get to? Like the last track. I mean, accepting my flaws was kind of cool. 
And then I was just over it. I was legit like over the album. And yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I get it. Like I get it. That's I'm not trying. I wasn't trying to change your opinion. It's just again, I'm one of those people where it's like I. When people start saying songs start sounding the same, I want to hear examples because to me, again, I've, I've explained it starts becoming like a little lazy cop out if you don't fully yeah, explain. You could call that a cop out. You could call it a cop out to me because <laughs> like, you could call it that. It was just if that's the best way to describe it. If I'm just not feeling it no more, if everything just starts sounding the same, and if, if I'm not saying sounding the same, I'm talking about I'm bored listening to you. That's when it starts. Everything sounds the same, and that's what this album is. It didn't even it just blah. Yeah. If y'all like it, that's cool. Me, nah. At what point? Like this guys... album was for. Like let's put this put it this way. I literally forgot this album dropped till we had to talk about it. Oh wow! Damn. That's how much I really just didn't care about this. That's harsh. I'm saying. <laughs> At what point do um, just in general, like to get off future. At what point do you guys start? factoring in same content for your favorites because you do realize that that argument could be ma- made about your favorites oh but let's put it to this way mm. my my for, for example i'm gonna use eminem eminem has low-key the same con like content wise for his, like his first few albums but he showed growth like his music started kind of changing a bit he started experimenting he started talking about other stuff and all that other crap same with hove same with um nas and kanye they kind of they, they kind of expanded their mindset same with kendrick all that but then when an artist starts sounding the same same concept same everything where they're just comfortable where they're at like a future like a drake help nah, is j cole in there but see, that, that's uh, no. That's but see, that's where I'm getting <laughs> at. No, that. I'm trying to think about J. Cole. But, but here, so here, so as hear much me as I playing, like hear him. me out playing devil's advocate. That's where I'm getting at because the argument can be made on J. Cole in the sense of people who listen to his album saying that they want him to work with other producers. So yeah. uh, I still feel that so way too. I'll give you lyrically, that. he could be growing, but production-wise, to a lot of people, his music has become stagnant. Oh, so yeah. that's mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying. At what point do you start even looking at your favorites? Kind of like, okay, this but, actually yeah, I'll, does kind of like sound the same. I'll say like this: for a moment, when Eminem was only working with Dr. Dre, like after Encore or Relapse, I was like, okay. As much as I like these albums, it would be nice to hear him rapping with other producers. Like, I right. like, would it be dope if he rapped mm. with Just Blaze or he rapped and he and he rapped with other people not from D12 or Shady Records? Like, fucking rap with Lil Wayne, rap with Kanye, rap with other people. And he did that. Now, was the music good? I mean, that's up to that's up for debate. But no. he actually went out and you know, no. wanted to show what else he could do. I mean, hell, he even rapped on pop songs, which I didn't think he was he should have ever did. Right. But he wanted to venture off. So I was like, you can't say that M stayed stagnant. I can't say that about my favorite artist. He's he actually tried to just do shit that was different for him. I mean, he did. He probably he didn't achieve it. <laughs> some 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 he did. Some he didn't. But. He did it. So with him, I don't have to be, you know, whatever. Same with Jay-Z. He did the whole Linkin Park shit because he wanted to see how that shit sounds and all the other crap. And, you know, jumping on songs with Coldplay and other shit. Kanye, I mean, come on now. I don't have to go into depth with that shit. But, yeah. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. So one person that's staying stagnant is Drake. 
That's the one Drake and Future. Well, Future is who he is. That's pretty much what it comes down. When Future, yeah. he has evolved to who he. This is that's who he is. And he has people, reached his final form. That's mm-hmm. that's his final form. <laughs> like, so if you, if it's typical Future, it's like if I'm kind of tired of it, it's like eh, whatever. DS2 was him at his peak. I'm comfortable with that. That's who you are. Good. Yeah. Same with Drake. Drake is. <laughs> Because oh, where I was getting at too is what separates. How do you guys di- um, differentiate growing tired of the same content when it comes to music, but we're all for the most part front and severed, front and center for every Fast and Furious franchise film. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how do you guys can how can you guys tell the difference in that? Because I've seen when they actually because I've seen hmm, a lot of people they'll uh, they'll go on. Uh, whatever social media platform and it's like oh my god this album's an hour and ten long like I can't believe I gotta do this and then these are the same people that sat through three hours of Endgame so it's kind of like okay, well wait there's a, a like, difference music, music and movies are different how music so? you actually have because you have to sit down and actually listen and not look at pictures <laughs> and there's no action pictures and all this other shit like Endgame you can literally sit and watch the TV and, and be engaged in it and be amused to it. It's like amusing to your visual stuff. Like people are visual people. That's why ask, people go out and have fun and do all that other shit. But I ask that because what happens if you sit through a movie that you don't deem good? So then it come, becomes kind of comes you're just sitting there kind of wasting time. You see what I'm saying? Like there's still that there's still that possibility that your visuals are going to be let down. You're not going to be entertained. But you're yeah, still, but that's but only, you still that's sit only, there for the two hour experience versus. Your ears it just depends on the person. It just depends experience. on the person. Like for me, that that's everyone's different. Some people can sit through a three-hour movie. Some people don't want to listen to a one-hour album. Like some people are just different like that. They're wired differently. Yeah, yeah. Like, so again, that's, there's there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I'm just asking questions to. This is, I'm just want to know who my friends are. Like a better understanding. I mean, you guys come from. Okay, let's put it to you this way: <laughs> If you're gonna have a 20-track album, all them songs better hit. And it better have me engage. It better like have me listen from the first track all the way towards the end. Eminem's album was twenty tracks, but there was seventeen. Like this, his last album was twenty tracks, but it had it's seventeen songs, and there was skits to it. And throughout the whole album, I was engaged. I was listening. It was like engaging to listen to. It was a fun listen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same with Kendrick's into Pippa Butterfly. How many tracks was to Pippa Butterfly? Like what? Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen tracks. And he and the songs are kind of long too, but it kept you engaged because you were listening to everything the Kendrick was saying. Like with albums, they have to they have to hit, like they have to keep you engaged and not bore you and not wear out its welcome. Because some albums they can start great, they can start hella good, like the first three four songs, and then by the time you get to like track six seven, that's when it starts wearing on you. Oh yeah, and then by the time you towards the mm. middle part, that's when the albums start wear out its welcome, and then you're kind of just like. All right, how many more tracks? Oh, shit. Ten more? Fuck. That's how I... <laughs> you know? And then it's just like, okay, this album wore out its welcome. That's what albums do sometimes. Some albums wear out its welcome. They don't know when to stop. So that's I why that. I like Kanye's... That's Kanye's yeah. theory when he did the whole seven-song theory with Pusha T. Because that's a good concept. The best albums you listen to, there's always at least seven songs you listen to. So why don't we just put seven songs on the album, and that's your album. And that's, that was Daytona. I can agree with that to an extent. Is there any way you differentiate, Martin? Like, do you movies, music, hmm. watching games? Are those different experiences for you? Do you kind of see them as one and the same, or 
I mean, to me, they're they're different in the sense of uh, like with the movie, like let's just say a series type movie, you know, mm-hmm. like Fast and Furious you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking um, they kind of mm-hmm. once you realize, okay, they've gone off the deep end. I'm cool, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I honestly, I haven't gone to a premiere of Fast and Furious or even the opening weekend since uh, Fast Five. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause, just because, like, I'll watch it when I watch it. I'm not really right. stressing on but, but shit. But you'll still, yeah. you'll still, you'll Na- still sit down and watch it at some point, right? Like, I'm, at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's just because just because I'm so attached yeah, exactly. to it. Like, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. When you have the, the investment first, in somebody, you know, the first few uh, drag me in pretty much. Right. You know what I mean? And when you have investment in this artist, if you have investment, yeah, you or a movie or a situation or whatever, yeah, you're gonna watch it because you have investment in it. But if you want to get yeah. introduced to a certain artist, like. For example, I'm trying to think of a new artist that's out, like Lil Baby, for example. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of, I'm kind of borderline on Lil Baby. Like he's cool, but it's like, okay, let me listen to this album. I listened to the album and it was cool, but then all of a sudden, like the first few songs were cool, and then all of a sudden I just started realizing, okay, there's no pattern, there's no flow to this. It's just a whole bunch of playlist what? songs to me, to me, to me. Okay, and it just, I, it just didn't hit me. It still doesn't hit me. I mean, the raps were cool, but it just didn't hit me like that. Like it wore out its welcome to me. Like some albums, Damn. some albums wear out their welcome by the middle point, and that's what a lot of these artists fuck up on. They wear out the welcome towards like when it gets to the middle portion. That's when it's that's that's how I knew Kalani's album was dope because when it got to the middle portion, the fucking momentum just kept going. Up. Like she didn't she didn't mm. stop. So I was like, okay, this album's special because you kept the momentum going. Some people can't keep that momentum going. Some artists cannot keep it going. That's why that's, wild, that's why song sequence is so important to the listener's ears. Song sequence is important, and you have to make sure you make the right songs. You have to make the right yeah, songs that's going to keep your attention. And that's it's what a lot of artists don't do. You mentioned the Lil Baby album, though, because like, to me, honestly, that shit flowed from beginning to end. Yeah, I thought Lil Baby's album was perfectly sequenced. And then on top of that, you add in the bonus tracks on the deluxe version. I was cool with it. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, I don't know. I think to I me, figured. Just, I, I think I figured you out as a the kind of listener. You're not. You're not so. Uh, what's the best way to say it? You're not so eager to go into what could be considered like mindless behavior type on an album, like. I think for you, like, there's got to be, like, a kind of, like, a... Even with the sequencing, there's got to be, like, a rhyme or reason for it. It Uh, just can't be there. Yeah. It has to be... Maybe that's just my... Because I've been listening... I've always listened to albums, and I've always seen, like... Like, for, like, the longest time. Because I've always, like... I'm an album listener. It's like a movie. Like, I don't don't go back to albums just to listen to the single. I got to listen to the whole package. And a lot of these albums now, they don't have the whole package. They just have a whole bunch of songs. And it's like, yeah, I can get that for a playlist. I see what it is. You know, yeah, they like just have a whole like bunch he, of songs. Buzz becomes it, he's a he's a concept listener, so you got to have yeah. a yeah, you got to have a yeah, format yeah, yeah. for him. Whereas, mm-hmm. kind of well, Martin, you and I are it, kind of just like, hey, you got an hour. Your album's an hour and ten minutes. Show me what you got. Let's hear it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, sometimes that's what I like, say, if like, I realize how you are, goes, as, if I realize how you are as an artist. I'll listen. I'll listen. Like I'll listen, and I'll find some enjoyment for it. Like Anonymous, my boy Anonymous, he doesn't really have concerts. I know exactly who he is. So when I listen to his music, I will find some enjoyment out of it. I'm like, okay, this is who he is. I know how he is. This is how he structures it. All right, full, full, cool. Same with Future. Same with um, who else? Rick Ross or fucking 
trying to think of another artist that's kind of in that same lane. See, to me, Ross uh, is to me Ross is a he falls more in line with the concept album maker. Like, yeah, he does. There's I, a, yeah. I, I didn't there's mean a to use Ross. I was thinking of someone else with his projects. He doesn't just. Throw I was thinking shit of somebody else. I was thinking of somebody else. Fuck. Ah shit. No, no. Um, who is like not rhyme and reason? Um, okay, Waka Flocka, for example. I love me a Waka Flocka project, man. You know what I mean? I used to hate his shit. <laughs> I or love me a Waka Flocka project. Flocka Valley is my shit to this day. I know. I used to hate it, but now I get it now. Or or two chains for or two chains first album. True true story. His first official mm-hmm. album. I used to hate that shit. Back in the day, when I when it dropped, I used to hate it. But then when I got older and re-listened to it, I was like, ah, okay, I get you. Yeah. I knew what he was trying to do. Mm. That's why I love, you know, True 2, like the sequel to it, because right. the second half of the album, he decided, you know what, I'm going to try to really tell y'all some shit. And no one wanted to hear that shit. Like, what right. the fuck you trying to teach us? <laughs> <laughs> shit, you know, I was going to say, bro, you know what it goes back to really is the fact that uh, how heavy you are into movies and shit. That's you know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah, like that that type of shit, it, it tells obviously it tells a fucking story, right? Mm-hmm. right? And everything's in order, mm-hmm. and that's how you expect albums to be. That's well, how I more, expect playlists to kind of be like us. Like yeah, Jay Z, that's broke, what I'm saying. That's how Jay Z even broke down how to sequence an album is like it introduces the listener, and then the album has to reach a peak, and then it has to gradually kind of just like let like kind of just come to a, a finale. If that makes sense. It has yeah. to, like, like to Pippa Butterfly, for example, it had a great opening with fucking, you know, Wesley's theory. And then it had, mm. and it left you wanting more with Mortal Man. You know what I mean? Or yeah, with Eminem. Yet. Eminem, Marshall Man's LP. He, he opened it with Kill You. And then he ended it with Criminal. Like, it has, like, the ending, <laughs> the ending of the albums have to sound just as dope as the intro. Right. Like, damn, what the fuck did I just listen to? Yeah, see, That's about, fire. I think it was either last year or the year before, um, Josh and I, shout out to our boy Josh, um, we were having a conversation because, of course, we worked at Blockbuster with each other. Um, we've known each other for 20 some odd years now. So we, were, we mm-hmm. had this conversation a while ago. And what I learned about myself in terms of how I view movies, music, and even sports is that I've grown more open to viewing a movie and an album like a sport mm-hmm. in the sense of you can expect that you know a championship caliber Lakers team will knock off a team that's not supposed to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, at the first time out, the Lakers are down by seven. So like shit's mm-hmm. just gone completely... So it's a different form of entertainment because it's like, okay, how do you maneuver through this chaos now? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so that's so, probably why y'all. That's why y'all enjoyed Rise of Skywalker, and why I was pissed off about it. I, I guess, yeah, like because you guys took it for what it is. You guys literally took it for what it is. But me, right. I took it as the like the whole story, like the whole saga. Sorry, I took it as the whole saga, and you gave us this shit, like with plot holes and all types of shit. Like you tried, you almost made a Michael Bay like Star Wars movie. It's like what the fuck? I mean, truth be told, <laughs> all of them damn movies have plot holes, so it, it is like they yeah, no, no, not all, not all of them have plot holes. No, they, 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 they all, all do. do. Every Star single Wars movie do. has a plot hole. Every single hole. movie has a plot hole. I know, but what Star Wars movie has a plot hole? All of them. I was watching like, the uh, the Cinema Sins. And he was going back and listening, knocking, you know, ding after ding after ding. 
with all them shit. Oh yeah, because he he just finds reasons to fucking stuff. But sometimes that's why I call I call it movie logic. It's like okay, yeah, okay, this is movie logic. Of course they're gonna be stupid. Just go with it. Yeah, I mean, so, but I mean, like, look at uh, look at episode no, look, look at episode five when Han Solo you know, slices five. open the oh, deer. Oh, but. And and puts Luke Skywalker and then this nigga sleeps in the in the full fucking snow and then he wakes up like nothing happened to him you know like no that's a he made it no they made a tent. oh yeah they made a tent they but said even that, a, that but even a but you get what I'm saying even a tent yeah like, I know like you're gonna have a better chance of waking up with no problem versus Luke inside of a fucking deer like <laughs> you see what I'm saying like there's still <laughs> plot holes in all of them I mean but okay a major plot hole like how did Palpatine survive I don't know. Yeah, he just she showed up. That, that's time. a major one. That's yeah. a major plot hole. Like I will let some plot holes get away, but when you have that one elephant in the room and you refuse to explain it, you're just messing with my intelligence, and then you're gonna piss me off. And yeah, so you take, you take shit like that more personal than I do. Oh yeah, like, you're walking yeah. fucking dude. Like yeah. that motherfucker tried to insult my intelligence, and then it's like, yeah, he tried to insult nah, my bro, too. That's but, not what happened. Like no, like I remember walking out of Rise of Skywalker. I was like, I feel like my. In, Intelligence was assaulted, but I let it go because I was like, "Well, clearly he was. They didn't make this movie for JC only, like." But so, I looked right. at it as. But with Star Wars, right. you had to make it. You made it for everybody. You made it for every Star Wars fan. So it was kind of just like, yeah. now, now when I watch, when I go back, when I went back and rewatched the Last Jedi, and I'm looking at certain stuff now, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see the holes a little bit now, and I'm just like, oh damn, mm-hmm. I, I was vouching for this damn movie too. Still love it, but damn. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's anyway, why. Like, yeah, my yeah my questions for all that didn't like. You can like or not like whatever you whatever you say. Like it, it's not gonna move me. I just wanted to understand because again, when you were saying the music was sounding the same on the album, I was thinking you were talking about songs on the album that were sounding the same. I wasn't. Oh. I didn't. You didn't make it sound like you were talking about songs he released like three years ago. Sounding the same. That's oh, why. okay. Yo, you want me more specific? Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. the feeling I got. That's what it is about Drake. It's the same stuff. Like it's like I can make a playlist and it's the same type of feeling, the same type of raps, the same type of everything. Like it's just no matter what type of playlist you make, it's the same stuff. Like with Kanye, you can make a, a playlist with Kanye and it will sound every track will sound different. Like literally every single one of them. Yeah, that's kind of well, wild to think he's, about. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, you can pull one from every album pretty much. Yeah, and yeah. It just sound completely different. You also got to factor in he's a unicorn in that because he changes the sound every project. Every like, project, yeah. literally, including will the ones with the sound, including the ones he half asses. There's still at least one song that he will that that will grab you. Which yeah. is that's a feat in itself, like shit. Oh, for sure. But then you also got to mm-hmm. factor in you know you Even, also got to factor in his background too. He's not just a he's a full fledged musician. So Pretty that much, also comes yeah. into effect. Greatest artist of all. I was gonna say, <laughs> he's a rock star. Even for someone who's not like a big fan, like myself, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like it, he, he'll always have at least one or two tracks, and I'm just like, okay, I like that shit. Yeah. Same I with like Michael Jackson. <laughs> like Michael Jackson records, you can go through like all, all of his song, songs do not sound the same at all. You put a playlist, and they will not sound the same. And yeah. Prince, you know, yeah. Pac too. Huh. Nah. Yeah, 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 well, no, yeah, yeah. Pac, his shit was different, bro. Like, yeah. he had, like, the East Coast shit, then he went, like, West underground Coast. Bay Area shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It was, it's, it, he, 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 he did some growth, man. Yeah. Yeah. He had some growth. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah see, for, that's, for me, with, comes uh, to, for me with yeah. Future, I enjoy Future for what it is. Like, yeah, his, his niche is... It's misogyny. Like, that's, that's his niche. <laughs> so, there's... <laughs> As long as it's there at its core, like I got no issue with it. Like 
Yeah, okay, that. I know I know what I'm about to listen to. Bring it on. You know, uh, yeah, that's what, again, that's again, what it is song about. Fucking, uh, was it uh, posted with demons? I didn't expect him to go that dark, so I was I was a little surprised with that, but I was cool with it because it was like, all right, you're going on the full full edge on this shit, um, right? And there's just certain artists like that where it's like, all right, I'm not gonna try to put you up against guys that you know. Oh yeah, I do are, I do that too. I do that too. Future's limits. one of them. Like, Future for me is I, a fun right. listen, and it's also yeah. fun to interact with people on the timeline because it's just so yeah. funny. So I, I take enjoyment right. in that. I guess that's where I'm coming from. I think from with, with feature, I think I'm trying to yeah. chase that feeling I had when I first heard DS2 for the first time. And ever since then, I haven't. And I think that whole run, I'm trying to chase that feeling. And in my opinion, his last few albums, including this one, has not given me that feeling again. Or maybe I've just kind of grown out of it. I don't know. That's dangerous to do, man. That, that's a slippery slope. Hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's very dangerous. Only because, you know, you also got to factor in these these guys are real life humans like the rest of us so it's kind of like you know musically we expect them to sound one way but they be going through some shit to just take them all a completely different way oh yeah oh yeah true yeah it is what it is right hey but yeah that's feature um will smith on the will remix no that was that was fresh prince really that was big willie style willie sometimes you you gotta wake niggas up man remind them who you are gotta remind (laughs) you gotta remind folks like I, I saw people on the timeline shocked and surprised. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I know you... people. How they, they they have to be young. They have to be young. Nah, these old ass niggas, man. Like oh, they have to be stupid. Yeah. They have to, they're just stupid. That's what they are. Like, they have to be it's stupid. Still nah, cool man, they, they just don't look to... at Will like that. Yeah, it's still cool in their mind to slander Big Willie style. And I'm like, fam, like you gotta understand, man. When Big Willie style won out. I won three talent shows just off that, off of just getting jiggy with it alone. That you was know the first saying? rap so, album my mom bought me. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's and like, I hated that album because of how clean it was. But it, you know, it was cool to listen to it sometimes. Yeah, but. That album's still a classic, man. Especially knowing that Nas. Oh, like still. Four or five I mean, now that I got older, oh, now that I'm older, yeah, I appreciate it. But when I was young, man, I was born to listen to. <laughs> now nah, he 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 did that shit Damn. on his. Own. That's funny. Will jumping on the Will remix. Yeah, and then just. Like taking it from Joyner Lucas, like yeah, this ain't yours. So you named it after me, and now it's really not your song anymore. Yeah, that's right, a major look for Joyner. That's a major look for Joyner Lucas. Yeah, no, nah, it really that's is. A major look for because they did the video for it too, right? Nah, there's no video. It's just a lyric video with nah. a bunch of Will Smith pictures. Okay, I mean, shit. He, <laughs> I don't really know what Joyner Lucas's goals are as a as a rapper, but if one of your goals is to do a song with Will Smith and get his attention. I mean, what can I tell you? Hey. You know, like, hey man, he got a song hey, with Eminem and Will Smith. Yeah, and yeah, and he did. Will Smith diss M on that record too. I wouldn't doubt it. Or some shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still to this day, the Will Smith shady when he just randomly dissed Will Smith on that record. It was still the most random diss ever. <laughs> Will yeah. Smith they got a custom this rap to sell records. Right, dude. So fuck him and fuck you too. Yeah. And it goes right around with the song. Like, wait a minute. What? Hold up. No, take that back. Why? Huh? <laughs> like, he just, it's like he just walked and spit on you and just kept walking. Like, hold up. No. Yeah. He's going to spit on Will Smith at the height of his career? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Fuck wrong with you, white boy. <laughs> you remember that one, you remember that one viral video, that one pastor? So what's wrong with y'all? That's, that's me at Marsh. What's you wrong with crazy. you? crazy. <laughs> 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 Ugh. Uh, another song came out. I feel like another song came out. Uh, there's, I mean, like that I said, Justin Bieber record out. came out. 
Oh, that Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande record came out. That was a real good record. That was I really good. I actually haven't listened to it yet. It's a good. It, it really is a good record, and you can take it as as you want. Is it sarcastic? Am I serious? I don't know. <laughs> That's up to you to decide. But I really Shit. like that record. <laughs> record saved hip hop. <laughs> it saved hip hop. People to God and Ariana Grande saved hip hop. Yeah. That's funny. Let's have get fun to with it. this motherfucker, man. Hold up. And I've been witching. What do we call him on this show? I call him Snitchy Sixy. The same way 50 Cent called Officer Ricky. Officer Ricky. Call him Snitchy Sixy. <laughs> there was another part I forgot to leave out last week when we were talking about his ass. Apparently, he tried to clean up his image. And, um... He tried, well, not clean up his image, but he donated to charity. I forgot it was like a Hunger, a hunger Kids charity, whatever. He donated 300K. No child hungry. Won- huh? No child hungry. No child that's hungry. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. No child hungry. He donated over 300K to them. And he went on Instagram and glorified, you know how he was. He just wanted to show how much he cares about the community and shit. Right. And. And I was just like, I knew what it was. I'm like, I know what you're doing, nigga. And then within a few hours, probably like an hour or a few hours later, the charity gave back the money and said, we appreciate it, but nah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know? Said his morals don't align with what we practice here. Yeah. Take your fucking Do you know how much of a trash ass. Get the hell out of here. Do you know how much of a trash ass person you have to be for a ch- for no children hungry to say nah fuck these kids take the money back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people were so mad at the charity for doing that, and I'm like nah, no money's good. like all money's not good money. They have something called integrity, and I think another reason why they didn't want to take the money is because of his fucking pedophile shit. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be I some mean, shit? Yeah. If, wouldn't that it be could some be shit it. if they return the money not because of the pedophile shit? Not because of him running around just being an What if they just turned it down just because he was a snitch? Like, nah, we don't do that snitch shit well, over here, nigga. Shit. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that shit. Well, yeah, in is... that case, that's real gangster shit. <laughs> like, no, they kid, didn't want... no kid hungry is really with the shits. Yeah. <laughs> For real. They didn't want to be affiliated with him. Like, pretty much in a nutshell, they don't want to be affiliated with him. Right. That's pretty much what that charity told 6 9 We don't want to be affiliated with you. Because you are too hot right now, not in a good way. Like you put, you bring a lot of bad vibes to this shit. Yeah, you stay mm. over there. Yeah, so <laughs> that was that, and he put up a whole fucking you know post about it. So now let's talk about this. So he was projected to go number one with what was it called? Gooba. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was projected to go number one. You know, like when all academics was talking about it, chart data was talking about it. He was projected to have the number one song on the um, Billboard Hot 100. Then on Thursday, he gets on his IG and he's talking about like how Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's new record. I forgot the record's name. That's how fire it is. It's so fire. I forgot the name of the record. That's how fire <laughs> the God's <laughs> record is. It's so fire. It's like too a, hot to touch. <laughs> It's too hot to touch. Too you. hot to remember. It's untitled. <laughs> I cannot stand you. <laughs> it's untitled. It's too hot for the streets. I was about to say. 
I was about to say this is their nigger. I was about to say this is their nigger album. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's funny to me. Anyway, yeah. So wow. So six nine goes on there and he's all whining and shit, saying that um he was he was saying that like they were projected to go number one, but all of a sudden the new Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande record got submitted and over six hundred. K um, units got added to it, so it's gonna it's gonna debut at number one because of all the charity and shit like that. And what what's going on? Is Billboard trying to buy number one records? Like what's going on here? So he tried to fucking blackball Billboard because he he thought if he could snitch on them early, they'll make sure his record goes number one. Billboard just said Billboard caught up Draymond Green and was like, "Should we do this, Draymond?" No. (laughs) (laughs) And then this past Monday, when the reports came out, six nine before the official numbers come out, six nine goes on his fucking IG and he starts whining, saying that you could buy number one records, you could buy number one records, da 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 da, -da, just this going on, that going on, just whining, 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 shut the fuck up. God damn, nigga. But nah, and he started whining and whining, and then the and then the full report come out, and who was number one? Bieber the God and Ariana Grande. That's what the record's called, Bieber the God and Ariana Grande. Actually, it's called Stuck with You. Stuck with you, yeah, yeah. It's like a stay at home. It's a good, hey man. It was a good record, but um, yeah, number two was Say So, and Gooba was number three. And I was like, yep. well, shout out, first off, shout out to Doja Cat for staying at number two. Mm-hmm. And for 6 9 in hindsight, that's a major look. Fresh out of jail, and, you're, and, you're, and your song shot up to number three with no radio backing, no nothing, and you went to number three? Shit. Yeah. That's, hey, that's a good look. You should be yeah. great about that. But no, you wanted to be greedy, and you wanted to be number one. So... Nah, He's got Nikki syndrome. Yep, Nikki syndrome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good way to make sense. He did the damn video with her backdrop, her last video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, mm. he started bitching and moaning and shit like that. So then that prompted Ariana Grande to go on her Instagram and start fucking pretty much breaking it down to him. You know, breaking it down by numbers about how this and that happened. And yeah, you should be grateful that you are at number three because a lot of artists can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, didn't call him by name. Justin Bieber did the same shit, and then just and then both them, Justin's manager and Ariana Grande's manager, Scooter Braun, who's literally on the top of this industry shit, who manages pretty much everybody. He pretty much broke broke it down the same way, and at the end, he was all talking about yeah. And when you were talking about how does an investigation investigation into um, bots going at videos videos to get the numbers up, they weren't talking about our video. They were talking about a whole other video. So pretty much what Scooter Braun said, it was like, yeah, your numbers are fishy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much what he said, pretty much in a nutshell, he, Scooter Braun just low-key snitched on 6 9 and told him, like, yeah, nigga, we know you fucking screwed the numbers. We know Fox yeah. looked at the video. And then it just makes sense. That makes logical sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to yeah, say about I'm this right nigga. right there with you. Like, I mean, yeah, I told you, like, when all, when the million views happened on fucking Instagram, I was like, that shit doesn't feel right. And now this video getting yeah. millions of views, I'm like, that shit don't feel right. And it's funny, because on his Instagram, he said men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. And then the next week, he goes on Instagram and talks about the numbers are lying. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, dog. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Like, that's some Trump all shit. All of a sudden, when it fits the narrative and shit. And when it fits oh, yeah. his narrative, he's and he's all talking, and he wants the numbers to, like, he wants it to be fair for him. And I'm like, okay. He, like, you screwed the system. Like, all right. I'm going to be Whatever. totally honest with you guys. <laughs> when it was announced Whatever. that he didn't get the number one spot, I actually streamed the song. I put it on mute, but I streamed it just out of spite. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. I did the same shit, but I actually blasted that shit. Like, like nah. That, like, who would have thought? Because everyone was saying, like, oh, my God. Six times about that. This is going to be, this is going to kill hip-hop. This, this, what, what kind of time, what kind of time we in? What a time we in when we let, allow this shit to happen? And then Justin Bieber said, Nah. And then he called like, up Ariana Grande and said, "We no. gotta save hip hop." And then they recorded that shit <laughs> and yeah. saved hip hop. They saved it, and on the song, Man. it was still one less nigger, <laughs> one less snitch. My God, one less snitcher. That's what that shit is. One less snitch. Nah, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like they saved hip hop, but still didn't have nobody that was from hip hop. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> uh, that's what makes it fun. That's God's sense of humor. God's that's Dude. God's sense of humor. He yeah. sent the God and Ariana Grande to save us. I forgot to <laughs> mention. I forgot to mention Good something God. with the with the Jordan doc. How would you feel knowing that this nigga was whooping your ass and his pregame music was unreleased? Kenny Lattimore. <laughs> then at least to listen to Anita Baker too. I was <laughs> gonna say that. Well, shit. we went over the Anita Baker, but just knowing like. It wasn't even that he was listening. Like, look how turnt up he was listening to Kenny Lattimore. That nigga's a psychopath, man. I thought we have been through this. He's a psychopath. He finds enjoyment <laughs> in whooping your ass to 90s R&B. <laughs> like my and not just any 90s R&B. Like, quiet storm, smooth jazz R&B. Like, That's some American was, psycho yeah, shit. Like, he was, yeah, he was bouncing <laughs> that shit like it was a fucking Funk Flex mixtape. I went and listened to the album, listened to some of the songs. Like, you were bouncing to this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan's crazy, man. That's all I can say. He he can't find enjoyment in rap, but he put on some Kenny Lattimore or some Anita Baker or whatever whatever R and B, some Luther Vandross. Shit. Yeah, no, it makes perfect like that whole that whole quote fuck rap like from him. That makes perfect sense now. I get it. He he wasn't listening to that when he was dropping forty five. He was listening, yeah, like he was listening to Quiet Storm. That's just. I, I would have to retire yeah. if he when he puts forty two on me listening to. I'd have to retire. It's not much. I'm not playing against yeah. somebody that's listening to fucking Quiet Storm. Imagine him listening to Tevin. Yeah. Imagine listening Seriously. to Tevin Campbell's "Can We Talk" and he just drops fifty on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker switched up the lyrics. Can See, I ball that, that for a minute? That makes a little bit of sense. Can I ball for a minute? I'm gonna score with my name brand. Yeah, like, <laughs> once again, like I said, that makes sense because you could remix that shit. The other stuff, Anita Baker and, and King Lattimore, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. He'll nah. find a way. Anyway, back to Snitchy. <laughs> Snitchy. Yeah, I don't know. He's dropping a new. He's dropping a new video this week. He says, huh? Let's see how that goes. Uh, I think at this point, I'm not, I have a feeling like people are slow. Oh yeah, we also talked about how Snoop Dogg, like Snoop Dogg's getting at him. Cause I guess six, six nine fucking started. Uh, what's it called? He revealed that Snoop's fucking cheated on him with another chick. And I'm like, that ain't gonna hurt. Will you try? Huh? Shocker. It's not Whoa. a shocker. Snoop Dogg His cheating? wife took a. That's a shock. I wow. Never guess. Yeah. His wife no said way. flat out, I took him back eight times. What's that? What's nine times gonna do? <laughs> like, 
You know, but Snoop needed to chill too. I don't know what he was. I, it was just like I don't know. Mommy Snoop was bored. Snoop has we, nothing to, to gain stop. from this, so I hope he bows out. Like he really has nothing to gain from any of this, and he has everything to lose right. as a result. Like seriously, you can't. I, I just you can't what, go that's on social media these... calling this kid a snitch, thinking it's gonna mm-hmm. harm him when he shows up in a fucking mouse mask. Like he knows. Yeah. yeah like for pretty real. much at this point, you just have to. I think hip hop has collectively chose to ignore him. And I think that's what needs to happen. They have, We have to collectively ignore him. But then he's going to do something else. Or something else is going to happen where we have to talk about him. And sadly, that's what's going to happen. I don't know how. I don't know when. But something's going to happen. So, yeah. stay tuned. We'll see. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, we'll see. Streets, is, Meanwhile. Uh, Streets is still waiting for that demon time to start. Yeah, how did that go? I was about to ask you about that. <laughs> it was actually, it was fun. The waiting period was fun. It was funny. How did it look? It looked the same yeah, like, like uh, a regular IG description. Live. Description. Uh, really? Yeah, like it, the video itself looked exactly the same. Um, if you're talking about the actual OnlyFans interface, like it looks like a, it looks like a, a Twitter timeline if you follow a lot of people. Like mm. I only followed... Uh, of course, it's Justin LeBoy. I only followed him, so like obviously, I don't see a lot of stuff other than what he was promoting to lead up to it. But yeah. it has that similar format, and then mm. it was kind of like, all right, you you follow somebody for free. Um, the company will then you know do the, one of those quick uh, ten cent debit card checks just to make sure it's valid. Yeah. So everybody mm. was like, oh, okay, I guess it's free. And then the show started. Well, it was he got everything set up. First, Nick was running late, which, you know, I, I didn't care because if you were watching Demon Time on IG Live, you know the nigga was always showing up late. It didn't matter. But people were actually brand new. Sitting, he always, was he always, like, shooting the table with the fucking yeah. liquor on the table? Yep. it was the exact it, same was, thing. Was it the, really? Yeah, it was the exact same thing. It was just different, just a different platform. That's all it was. So people were, you know, freaking out, like, oh, my God, why are we waiting so long? It's like, oh, y'all really new, new to this Demon Time shit. All right, bet. Um... And then everybody was complaining, oh, we got charged $5. And I'm like, damn, what's really $5 to y'all getting these stimulus checks? Like, Jesus, Carmony. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was just like, man, y'all really switch up narratives when it impacts you. When it don't impact yeah, you, it impacts it's like, your like, money. Yeah. When it impacts your money, then shit's different. Yeah, but $5, my G. Like, you know how much I, you know how much you have to spend to go to a, a, a nice verified strip club just in general? You're easily shoving out at least $20 just to get in. That's right. if you're lucky. You you mean I can go to a virtual one and I only got to push five? My, yeah, hold that. You can have that. I don't care. So <laughs> $5 is $50 for broke niggas. Yeah. Broke five broke. Um, <laughs> broke five we broke. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got it. We ain't got it. Yeah, so we were all just chilling there. You know, I I, I showed up, had my same uh, liquor mixture, that Slurricane Sweet Tea and Simple Lemonade. I was chilling. I was waiting. Um, and the next thing you know, he had to keep restarting the video over and over again until finally mm-hmm. he couldn't go back on because they literally got that much traffic to where they stopped all the surfers on OnlyFans. Oh wow! And I was—I mean, I told you that was gonna happen. And my I first told thought, you, my first thought was, why didn't OnlyFans prepare for this? Like, did are, are they not familiar with this dude's work? Because he was easily putting up thirty to forty thousand on IG Live in his in his heyday. Like, I know I yeah. missed the heyday, and I got to the latter part where before they actually finally kicked him off completely. 
But yeah, he he was doing numbers on that shit. Yeah, he was doing. You know, you would have thought this nigga was a celebrity. Like he was doing some pretty big numbers. The video was only getting up to like three thousand people, and then it was crashing. So it was wow. like, wow, I said, wow, yeah, that was funny. Everybody was saying in the comments, this shit keep crashing. I said, wow, wow. <laughs> oh my god. And so, I mean, yeah, yeah so I mean, he, I don't know how. I knew that was gonna happen. I told you from John's like, yeah, that that, that shit's gonna crash. Yeah, like, so especially when you said on. ten ten cents. Five dollars? Yeah, that's just gonna crash. Especially when you said it was gonna be five dollars, five dollar entry. I was like, oh, that's just about to crash. Yeah, so it was five dollars. Um, the weekend did show up. He left comments. <laughs> he left a comment and just put three uh, smiling uh, demon faces, demon emojis. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, so a few people were in there, uh, but overall, like he he just ended it like, hey, you know, our bad. We shut down the servers. We'll get back up as soon as possible. But in the meantime, everybody's gonna get a refund back. And niggas was still complaining. And then I was like, damn, y'all really think this shit gonna go back in three to five business days? I woke up the next day, the $5 was back in there. And I was like, y'all really just complain just to complain about anything. Like, goddamn. I hate a complaining <laughs> ass nigga, man. I really do. I mean, that's the internet for you. I hear you. That's the internet. Um, but overall, I mean, to me, it was a successful night for for them. I mean, you, oh, you go to put a show on and it crashes because you got that much, like, you know, like from a business standpoint... You did what you were supposed to do. You brought the attention. Mm. The platform so now, right, didn't prepare juice, for that kind of traffic. Basically. If you would have, if yeah. you would have took that shit to Pornhub, that would have been a whole different thing. I was, I am surprised Pornhub didn't do nothing with that. I'm sure they're like they're thinking of ways to do it at this point. That's probably coming. Yeah, because Pornhub could handle that damn traffic. Oh, oh yeah. you know they could easy. Yeah. <laughs> they have like government traffic over that shit. Yeah, but you know, it just it made me question like what the hell was really going on on OnlyFans because it seemed like all these women that were promoting their OnlyFans were just like they just had. But they never. I, I think they never had that many people going there at one time. Well, no, but that's like what I'm I, saying. Like it, yeah, like a live shit. Yeah. From what I was taking, the women in there were doing like they made it sound like they were doing kind of like. Only fan live type shit of like, you know, fifteen twenty thousand minimum. That's how they were making it sound. And then when I was actually, I, you know, someone was breaking down the numbers. Like some of them were only like peaking out at like seven fifty a thousand. So it was kind of like, oh, it's all right. It's kind of the fake it till you make it type deal where you explained everybody. Yeah, I'm making all this money, which I guarantee you are. But the money isn't coming from different resources. It's coming from the same guys tuning into your your stuff mm-hmm. every single night or every other night mm-hmm. okay I, that makes sense now got it <laughs> poor bastards yeah hey <laughs> one day hey, man like i said uh-huh. it, was a, it was it was a good start like the only thing that could have been better was an actual show but from a business standpoint like hey, it was a successful night yeah they'll they'll be back soon I, and yeah no definitely we'll see i'll be fans is if only fans is probably fixing their servers. <laughs> They're trying to figure out a way to fix their servers yeah. and shit. Not for sure. When when it, oh, they got to. When it does it, I to. will be there. Like I'm, I'm still there for the report. <laughs> you go do that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, wow. I've paid for a lot more for stuff that I didn't consider as valuable. Like this is like you mean I don't got to leave the comfort of my home and I can still get a show. Yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> Especially them niggas had that shit on their fucking big screen and shit. Yeah. You know they did. Oh, yeah. And my, but my main thing was um, I messaged him afterwards and I was like, yo, like, to keep it a buck, if it's not like, if they can figure the server shit out, y'all might as well just wait and do that until uh, tomorrow after Nelly vs. Ludaverse is like, it would just make perfect sense. Like, 
everybody would be hyped up about it after the fact and you know they make that kind of music where it's strip you know strippers yeah. get down to yeah, it so it just uh, makes sense uh-huh. yeah i get you yeah um, that's the, uh, but it, it never it never took place so i like the servers had a lot to do with it but of course mm-hmm. that takes us into nelly versus Ludacris, the the latest versus battle and um I was wrong. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why you thought Nelly was gonna win that. I, I didn't that think he was gonna he, win. I said that. No, I said people got to put didn't. respect on his name. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, of course. But I didn't say he was gonna <laughs> win. Said I said I was Ludacris wrong. was the favorite. <laughs> oh, he was I said the favorite. Ludacris yeah. was the, I said Ludacris yeah. was the favorite. I said they got to put respect on his name because Nelly has an opportunity to take it. No. Yeah, he didn't. And it's not that it's because of the music. That man came in with Wi-Fi with a 56k modem. You know what was so sad about Serious that is that though. Nelly was on live 10 minutes. He was on live throughout the day. Yeah. Even the night before, he was on live testing shit out. Even 10 minutes before the shit was supposed to start, he was on live. There was no issues. Yeah. And as soon as Ludacris came on, there started being issues. Yeah, IG Live There's, said. No. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, people were saying, like, that there was weather problems. Because there, there was a bad storm out there. But I was like, weather doesn't fuck up your fucking Wi-Fi. No. Nigga, weather fucks up your fixed. power, not your Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, right. anyway, then after that, it just kind of, they kind of went like a few rounds, and then Nelly shit just kept fucking up. So then it was just Ludacris who had his hair all permed out. Like, it was old school Ludacris, too. I was like, oh, shit. You know Ludacris was here for the shits. And I forgot Ludacris was a radio personality mm-hmm. before he became a rapper. He was on the radio, oh, so yeah. he, yep. he knew how to control the crowd and knew how to talk and shit like that. So I was like, oh, okay. Ludo was yeah, talking he, and shit. Uh, yeah, for those who were only knew of Ludacris the rapper and not um, at least knew about his background, that was a nice way to learn about his background. Like he, yeah. like you said, he easily top three in terms of this battle in terms of uh, in terms of host. Like he had that mm-hmm. shit down pat. Nothing phased him. Nelly's shit went down, and it was just like, all right, well, while he gets back, let's run this, let's do that, you know. I'm, he, like, was playing he, was, unreleased, he, he was playing unreleased records, and then he said, that, there was this one line on there, and he said, I love R. Kelly, but I wouldn't let him around my daughter. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> why'd you say that? <laughs> Luda, what yeah. are you doing? Like, the bar was cool. I just could have did without new Luda. It just, it wasn't hitting. And then, <laughs> then he had a song with Chance the Rapper, and I was like, I definitely don't want to hear that. So mm, the raps nah, were cool on Luda's side. So then Chance started talking, and I'm like, "Don't talk." It just it was it was a <laughs> wild combination. I just didn't want to hear it. But yeah. he did bring up the fact that him, Usher, and uh, Lil John supposedly have a project together. So that would have we'll see. That we'll would have came out 2000. Out. Yeah, whatever. But, but anyway, the battle itself it was entertaining. But damn, Nelly, you were uh, on my scorecard. I was shocked myself. He was up four two on my score on my scorecard, and I was like, "Nelly might take this." Then he just fucked up. Yeah, man, I I can't for the life of me explain what the fuck happened. He was up at one point five to three on my scorecard, mm-hmm. and for the most part, it was really it really just came down to kind of preference for certain rounds. So yeah, there was nothing wrong with it. Like all the songs they were playing were dope. It just, you know, it was what you preferred at that time. Then they switched. And what I meant by switch is, you know, for the first 10 rounds, um, Ludacris would start off the round and Nelly would finish. So then they switched off to start the 11th round where Nelly would start and Luda would finish. Yeah. And 
he had number one still on the board. He, he had Dilemma had still on the dilemma. board. He still had the Janet record column. Like, he still had a he lot He had the NSYNC the record. He had the NSYNC record he could have pulled out. He had a lot he could have pulled out that he could have just for hit him with. S- for some strange reason, all of a sudden I start hearing 1,000 stacks play. I didn't even know that was a song. I thought this was some unreleased shit. I'm like, I thought the rules. And then you said that was one. I was like, one thousand. And I had to, I had to Wikipedia it. I was like, what the hell? Who remembered this? And I was just <laughs> so lost because I was like, wait, what? Why would you play this? <laughs> Especially from the album that literally nobody only remembers just a dream coming off of. Nobody re- and, and, uh, he, right. and the joint with uh, seriously the joint with uh, Plies and Chris Brown. Like literally, those are like the only two songs people go back to that album to remember. They don't when remember he played, anything. Uh, else. There was a part when he, I knew I was gonna automatically give the round to Luda when he played the um, Biggie record, and I was like, oh yeah, that that goes to Luda, no matter what. Cause I do not like that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but see, that's why that's why it was even more confusing. He played the Nasty Girl joint, which was which had Biggie, and then he followed up with One Thousand Stacks, which has Puff and then the Biggie sample, and it's like. Okay, it didn't work the first time. What? And that was a single. What made you think this was gonna work? And this nobody really. Okay, all right. <laughs> and no, but he was enjoying himself. Nice That's try. the thing. He was putting on a performance. That's what he was doing on the on the chat. He was putting on a performance. So he was feeling it, and Luda was just looking at him like, "What are you doing, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna play this record, and it's the fucking um, Day No remix." So I'm like, "Yeah, Luda." Yeah. And then <laughs> what made it more weird was a couple rounds later, he's like. Yeah, you know we we do shows, you know what I'm saying. So I gotta take it to I gotta take it to the crowd the for the the stadiums for this one. And then he just drops just a dream, and I'm like, wait, why? Uh, why did you do that? I was dead when he did that shit. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, why did you play that, Nelly? Why? And what did Luda real? play after that? It doesn't matter because Luda won. So it just it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it didn't that, matter. That, I was just so fucking confused. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> why? He didn't even. You know, he did not play number one nope. during that whole battle. He he didn't play number one at all. He didn't play any. Uh, he didn't get into the um, the Saint Lunatics bag. They had a couple joints with all nah. of them together that he could have gotten into, like uh, uh, Midwest oh, Swing. Fun. He didn't play well, Midwest Swing at all. First time that was the um, Jefferson's theme, the Jefferson's remix, right? Yeah, he played Batter Up later. Wow, that was mm. towards the end. Yeah, like Ugh. at that point, it was already like it was solidified at that point, so it didn't matter. Yeah, he didn't play that record. He didn't play. Yeah, he didn't. I keep going back to the. He didn't play that the instinct record. He could have pulled that out of his ass. He could. He didn't play. What else did he didn't play? He just he just fucked it up, and Luda just just curb stomped him. That's but see, much, and, <laughs> but see, even with um, and then he did one more where I was just I was mad confused about that too because he then pulled one out that had. Uh, him, Pharrell, and I forgot who else was on the record. Oh, I know that record. I like that record. I actually gave that point to him. I actually like that record. Shit, that's you. I wouldn't give it. Yeah, I know. If you using that over number one, you talking about like, the, nah, bro? I'm not. I'm not get, giving you get points. like me. I'm not giving it was you just points when the, you have classics still on the board. That you I, I know, but it was just one of yeah, those no, like it was like a nostalgia though. feeling. It was like, oh, I remember this record. Oh wow, I haven't heard this in years. Huh. I forgot what Luda played, but it was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Nell. I'm gonna give it to Nelly on that one. I think it was more of a pity one, but I remember that record. <laughs> yeah, now see to me, Luda was as at some point Luda was gonna win regardless because he just kept coming. Like he just had way too much in the tuck. 
Um, Way too so much. So I had them. I had, they did a bonus round. So overall, I had it fourteen seven Luda. But what was confusing to me was there were certain rounds. People they swore up and down that Ludacris was winning certain rounds, and I'm like, no. Like what round? Uh, whatever Luda put up against Ride with Me. They were just so adamant that Ride with Me wasn't that. It song. was Saturday. Saturday versus Ride okay. with Me. I remember okay. that one. I enjoy yeah, I Saturday. That, that, that's a close one. I enjoy that's Saturday. Saturday is a great song. It's not touching Ride yeah, with Me. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of, I was kind of split in the middle with that, but I was like, nah, Ride with Me is undeniable. Like it, it just was wasn't undeniable. Yeah. Then they had another. Yeah. He I had you. another one that went up against Ei, and they were picking the one that wasn't Ei, and I was like, what was Ei? Hang on. What did he go up against? Moneymaker. Hang on, I'm about to look it up. Cause I'm about to look it up, too. Yeah, no, cause I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Like, Wilson has that shit. What was it? Yeah, no, so after EI is Moneymaker. I picked Moneymaker on that, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, you 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 tripping. Uh, you tripping. Sorry. Moneymaker, it, it was cool, but it, it didn't have the effect that EI did. No, I don't think it was Moneymaker versus EI. You sure? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, um, no. What, what's a, what's above Moneymaker? Because there was another record. Because it was it was Nelly first. What, what's above yeah, Moneymaker? Yeah, it's right above Moneymaker, bro. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That I was yeah. confused with that. I was like, wow. All right. Whatever. And then um, a lot of people got pissed off the fact that I uh, like country grammar versus what's your fantasy is a toss up to me. I just I picked country grammar. I just, that was that was yeah. that was a toss up. Yeah. But country grammar was undeniable. I, mean, I went the same way, but people swore up and down that what your fantasy was just killing it. And then no, there it were wasn't. people. There it were was people country picking. Country grammar was. There were people picking uh, Nelly's body on me over Ludacris's rollout, and I was like, "What? Body oh, on hell. me? What, was that? Like, what are what? you talking about? What? Yeah. Some people were being so biased towards Nelly that you could tell they were being biased. Dudes too. I can understand women, but dudes were being so biased towards that. And they made it close. I was like, why is this close? Like why are y'all making this shit close? It's not close. You, yeah. There was another there was another one I was kinda of just looking at niggas weird. Um Oh you I was kinda of looking at you kinda of weird because you picked Shake Your not not Shake Your Tail Feather. Was it Shake Your Tail Feather over all I do was win? Yeah, we talked you about pick- it last week. I hate that song. I don't like. I don't like that oh, song. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I take that. Yeah, back. yeah. There was certain yeah. Nelly songs when I heard it. I was like, nah, and I, and I just automatically gave it to Luda. That's why I was mad confused Atlanta's that you you tweeted that about me because like, I forgot about that. I was like, I forgot about that. We literally That's just why. got them talking about. It. I told you I hate that damn song. Seriously, <laughs> we we talk about a lot of shit, man. <laughs> so I be forgetting yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason but, got yeah, mad. At, I, Jason got mad at me when I picked uh, Southern Hospitality over Air Force Ones, but. Southern Hospitality just oh, hits what? better. Oh, what? Yeah, I would have picked Southern Hospitality. Yeah, I'd pick Southern Hospitality. Yeah. Jason's For real. tripping. Like, that's easy. That, that's, that's super easy. easy. Jason really don't like Nas, so <laughs> he was he was saying I was bugging when I chose uh, Ludacris on Made You Look Remix over Nelly on the Rock the Mic Remix. But the thing of it is, is that... <laughs> he hates Nas that hey, bad? That, yeah. that one's tough, but Luda goes so yeah, hard and, on that See, that's, that's how I was breaking it down. I didn't like Nas's part on the remix. Jada was eh, but it was Ludacris where I remember those bars. With the oh, rock, yeah, the, the mic opening remix, bars. the rock, like remix, they all gave good verses. But to me, it was Beans and Murphy Lee that made the remix, not Nelly. So if you're putting up I two like remixes Freeway, on that shit, if you're putting up two remixes against each other, and I like one of them, but it has nothing to do with the artist that's putting it up in the battle. 
I'm gonna go with the artist that mm-hmm. had the more memorable verse in my ears, which is Ludacris. And it was crazy because Luda didn't even nah, really sure. go that deep in his feature bag. That's the craziest shit about yeah. it. Yeah, he didn't even. He only touched the surface. Like I hella forgot in the in the mid 2000s, he was damn near the feature king. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, look like look at look at round nine. Like it was Nasty Girl versus O. Now, granted, Nasty Girl wasn't gonna touch O, but then when you actually no. relive. Oh, and listen to him hitting the pockets mm. in O. He said that's his favorite mm. verse of all time. Even Hove gave him props on that shit. Yeah, because that's one of my you, favorite verses from Luda. Yeah, because if you go back and listen to it, he was hitting pockets in ways that he shouldn't have been doing that. Like you know, what I'm especially saying? Like, how he yep. and how, and how he blended in with the with the bass or the beat. Yeah. I make the speakers bleed. Yeah. Like how the way he said that, I was like, uh. He gave that to Sierra. As soon as I knew, I knew exactly where he was going. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, right. Sorry, sorry, Nelly. Um, <laughs> where the- you lost? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you <Yeah>. lost. <laughs> I'll say this: I gave I gave my place the nod over Splash Waterfalls only because if Ludacris played the remix version of Splash I knew Waterfalls, exactly. I knew that's why you uh, did it. I knew that's why you yeah. did it. If it was a remix, I, I would have knew gave it. it. I knew you had to be yeah. hella picky. I was like, I knew that's why you... I, when I saw you did that, I'm like, he probably did that because he didn't play the remix. Yeah. If it was yeah the, I mean, the remix is so much yeah. better, though. Yeah. I like both like, versions. Seriously. I like the, the original beats hella hard still to this see, day. Just some- no, see, that's the problem, though. That's the problem. It's hard. It's not like smooth the way it should be. Right. I know. But I mean, either Sadiq, way, both versions are fire Raphael Sadiq allowed him to clear the sample and then going on to then add his runs on there. That and made on it the video. more smooth. And it made it more uh, yeah. polished to like to get into the group. Like don't be wrong, Splash Waterfalls is cool. I, I, in no way am I saying the song is trash. It's it just Splash Waterfalls versus right. who? My who place, like with? with Jaheem. Like nah, fuck that song. I hate that song. It was Splash Waterfalls. Oh, <laughs> uh, you wasn't getting. You, I knew as soon as uh, I heard you, it. As soon as I heard it. Sessions in my place. Probably not. Even then, yeah, I probably see, would stop kissing her. Yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, that, look, my place. Like, turn this shit uh, off. My place shit. came out in 2004, so I was 14 or 15. Yeah, I was, I was, I was putting working. Yeah, my, my place was definitely a go-to. Um, <laughs> See, yeah, that's funny because 99 problems just came on right now. If you have a girl problems, that's what that means. Round 12 to me was the difference between Black Twitter and everywhere else. Like, what was it? Where the party at versus yeah. I yeah. love I love where the party oh, at, but man. yeah, it was just it was out of here. It was just so big, like you couldn't. There's no, there was no like I know that was Nelly's biggest. Ra- it was funny because I was like, please Nelly, I was like, please Luda, don't play yeah, don't play ah, oh, you played yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> See, but here's the thing though, to me, like I'm not saying that I would have picked Nelly. I, actually, you know what? Fuck it, I am taking Nelly in that shit. And the really? reason why is because no, listen, he no. does more to that song than Luda did for yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh oh. I know. Yeah, and that literally that shit made the hook. But you Ludacris's I mean? verse really, when you're in a club and you hear yeah, you have to play Luda's verse. You have to. It's like yeah, it's, it's not like, one of those songs where you skip Luda's part. And, not, and that's yeah. not saying they do no. this. That's not saying they do the same for Nelly because you have to play both parts. Yeah. The problem yeah. With that's the, what I'm getting. at. The problem with that is it at that point it literally becomes preference where it's do you want somebody that's going to ride the beat and make kind of like, I don't want to say sound effects, but make more memorable portions of the song? Or do you want mm-hmm. the feature artist that jumps on the beat and has the memorable verse and at the same time is still knocking... Like, Ludacris probably is... He has to be considered for top 10 at the very least in terms of rappers that just know how to get into a pocket. 
and Dude, make it his you own. Know, he, like, didn't even, he didn't even play Glamorous, mm, the one with him and Fergie. Yeah. He didn't even play that record. Like glam- yeah, he was Glamorous lifestyle is like, that's the epitome of what I'm talking about. Like, he'll get into a pocket he shouldn't be in, and everybody else looks stupid because it's like, why didn't you attack that pocket on your song that sounded similar to that in that manner? See, this is why I get so mad when people like when people started roasting Ludacris and shit. Like, you know who the fuck this nigga is? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what really irks Serious, me. Though. Like, you, no one was blasting Ludacris, especially with Nelly. Niggas were like, this one white boy said, "Oh, you guys were really listening to Nelly back in 2000." I'm like, shut up, cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Like, it's just like <laughs> crack ass cracker. <laughs> Cracker ass, cracker, cracker ass, cracker, shut cracker. up. And he, was, and he worked that complex too. That's not like that stepdaddy shit. Cracker uh, ass, cracker, yeah. shut up. <laughs> but nah, like don't diss Nelly. Like I get more, I get more offended with Ludacris because like, like nah, that boy can wrap his ass off. Don't let them Fast and the Furious money fool you. Like he can honestly, still... both of them though, dude. Oh yeah, like, Nelly too. Yeah, but I prefer, that's, you know I mean? it comes with he gets, preference. He gets shit for the for the country shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Or fucking going yeah. pop or whatever. Yeah, but Duke is spit. See, but it's yeah. always it's always what I've said about Ludacris. Ludacris is really that hybrid where yeah. he fits in in multiple in both arenas. Where if you need that party hit, cool, you're gonna call Ludacris. If you need that feature where you need somebody to just shut the shit down, you're gonna call Ludacris. So he mm-hmm. fits on both. He's right. like he's one of the rare acts where he fits on both spectrums of hip hop. Where it's he you want jump that more traditional t- sound Dude, or you want the more on- pop billboard sound. He was on Justin right. Bieber's debut record, Baby. And I will never forget when I saw on Rap Radar, Justin Bieber, Baby, featuring Ludacris. The only reason why I played, press play, because I wanted to hear how Ludacris was going to flow on the record. And it was just Luda on the record. He like, I'm here too. Yeah. That was more of a <laughs> I'm here for a check verse. That was, <laughs> yeah. That's what that verse was. I'm here for a check. Right. I'm like, if you know who this man is, do you, do you kids know who he is? That's the hoes. Use a hoe. That's move, oh. bitch. <laughs> That's move, bitch. Get out the way. That's fucking who else? I'm trying to get all his like messed up songs. The females, <laughs> the messed up f- pussy popping. Oh, when it was pussy popping. Well, who, when it was pussy popping oh, versus um, tip drill, I just gave it to Nelly automatically. I'm like, I gave oh, it to no, tip drill just because it was more culture. It had more to do with the cultural effect. More no, because yeah. Nelly gave yeah. mankind the tip drill video yeah. because of BET Uncut. Yeah. That's why it won. Yeah, period. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the yes. Um, yeah, I just gave it to him. Yeah, <laughs> round sixteen. I mean, there's not much that can really make me appreciate Nate Dogg more, but round sixteen made me appreciate oh! Nate Dogg more because when I was really breaking down with Nate Dogg, Nate Dogg only said seven words in that song, but I'll be damned if it didn't sound like a damn Martin Luther King speech. All he said was, I, I got hoes in different area hose. codes. Hose. I got hoes. Like, that's all he said. I got hoes in different area codes. It's just seven words. But What was he, the what was this edited version? <laughs> I got pros I got or pros. I got codes? Yeah, pro, pros. I, I, I don't know what a pro pros. means. I got pros. Why didn't like they just say, hose? why didn't you just say, I got those in different area codes? <laughs> or I got codes. How about I got codes? I got yeah. codes. There's so many things <laughs> like, they could have said. <laughs> But they chose pros, <laughs> right? But he said pro, pros. and Luda said for show. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Nick Dog makes a choice, oh, you do not go against it. <laughs> you roll with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, what man. Else was there? <laughs> yeah, hot in here versus but, move, bitch. I'm sorry, I love hot in here, but oh. move, bitch, always gonna get it from me. 
Oh yeah, it was automatic. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even fair. I was like, really, Luda, you gonna do Nelly like that? You gonna yeah. play that record? Fuck you, <laughs> Luda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like overall, the battle oh, itself. Shit. I mean, again, the Wi-Fi included and all that. Like, you know, you gotta take it for what it was. But overall, in terms of the battle and the music being played and the kind of the stories behind it, I enjoyed it for for the time that we had on Saturday. I just it think was it's also a, it's, funny. Mm. I just think they're Go at on. a point they got to get off IG Live to avoid this shit from keep happening. Like, IG Live, I don't think is it, it's enough to fulfill this anymore. Like, it's starting to hit a new right. plateau. Yeah, it's starting to. They need to yeah. put this shit on Twitch or YouTube or something, right? Because it's like or some just something that getting, can handle all the fucking views and shit. Yeah, man. yeah, because it's because it's getting too fucking. Kind of time looking big. at my phone, time looking at the comments. I'm like, you know what? We gotta. We gotta figure this out. Or and just, I bet you Swizz or and Timbaland are figuring even, it out. You can even pre-record it and just put it up like at the time frame. Like we don't Man, have giving to out, with giving out money. Shut up, JC. Shut up. You giving, you giving out ideas. Shut up. Hey man, I just <laughs> want to be entertained. <laughs> I know, but just, like, just giving out ideas. No, shut up. <laughs> you think I'm gonna put out something? I'm gonna pre-record it. Huh? It's, it's one of those things, though, man. You you could pre-record it, but it won't have the same effect. You know what I mean? It's like when you watch a, a that's true. For example, like a a, a, a basketball game. You yeah. know what I mean? You'd rather watch the shit live than record it. That's you know true. What I mean? But when I watch the shit live, Nelly looked like he, you know, he stuck in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I feel it. <laughs> so, so after that, they had the, I guess they had the post battle when you know Timberland and Swizzbeats were just kind of having conversations about who should go against who. Usher, they talked to Usher. Usher said he's down to go up against Justin Timberlake. Black Twitter wasn't having it. And for me, I want it to happen now because Black Twitter doesn't want it. So now I want it. Like I predicted. So, <laughs> you know, they were mad as hell. They were saying Justin Timberlake is not allowed here. White people in general are not allowed. Like, wow, that's racist. But kind of true. That's but, racist. That's <laughs> racist. But Justin Timberlake, and then there's another one where DMX, when he challenged um, Jay-Z, but then, when he was talking, when I guess when DMX was chilling with Noriega and shit, I guess Swizzy was on the phone and he called him saying, yo, Eminem's down. He wants to battle DMX. And I was like, Ooh. oh, shit. At first, I was like, I was Ooh-wee. like, I didn't want, I don't want Eminem in this battle, in these battles, because he doesn't have those type of records. And I am a stan. Y'all know me. I am a stan. Mm-hmm. But I know my boy. He doesn't have those type of records, those little. I guess anthem records, the ones that make you hear, like feel like when you play an Eminem record, then when you play a record, like say a Jay Z record, you play, you don't know, you feel that shit. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. But M don't yeah. have those type of records, and I'm being honest. And DMX, yes, the fuck he does. Come on, he plays hot and not hot in here. Party up. He plays Rough Riders mm. anthems. Get at me, mm. dog. Fucking. He what plays these songs want? where he don't even have to rap. He just growls, and it's like he wins. He wins. And I was thinking, how was M going to compete? And people were telling me, you're supposed to be the stand. And I'm like, I'm a realistic stand. I know my boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, it, it really be like that, though, for real. Like, I know my boy. Like, I can see him going against Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes saying he wanted to battle with Missy Elliott. But I was like, people say, nah, you need a music video battle for that. <laughs> that would be tight. You like, know? for real, that would be sick as fuck. Yeah, but nah, like, what I could see Buster Rhymes and Eminem because they have similar rap patterns and shit like that and the way they rap and animate it and shit. I could see that working out. But I get what you're saying, bro, but when Breaking Neck comes on, that's a dub. When Give Me Some God. More comes on, that's a dub. <laughs> you, what other You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's just. Give Me Some more. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, touch like, it. You know what I'm saying? Like he. Touch yeah, it. that's a dub. Yeah. Pass the Cravat. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's a. That's there's what a I'm few. saying. M there, shouldn't. M can't do. Few, M yeah. can't. I don't see how M could go up against DMX like that. I'm sorry. Like Joe Button said some shit saying M could do it if he plays his album cuts, which is kind of true. Like he does have album cuts that are fucking fire. See, I think and, I think M mm. has a because again when I first saw it on paper I was like I definitely don't want to see that because this is a battle of energy and yes you can't, there you go that's the word yeah, I want to use and yeah. you can't beat there's only a few that can beat X in a, a battle of that includes energy like it's just not possible he I don't like the hit that battle you're not contesting lyricism because you know X can rap too so that you're not yeah. finding out with the best it's literally who has the anthems like you were saying but I will say mm-hmm. this and this is no disrespect to X, but this is also just highlighting the fact of what happened in the past and how it can affect the future. M would have a chance because I don't know what the lingering effect of crack cocaine and alcoholism would have on DMX in his <laughs> yes, choice selection. That is true. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So like he could that put, is true. So he could put one song one place, and it's like, wait a minute, that shouldn't be going up against Sing for the Mo- Okay. So I'm gonna give Sync <laughs> yeah, for the moment right. a point there, and then he'll put up another like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I say that not a disrespect. I say that because look what Nelly did. Nelly was throwing shit up that shit had no business yeah. being in the rounds. So, and I don't true. think M will play his hit records. I can see him playing My Name Is, but I don't see him playing the real some shady. I don't see him playing Without Me. I definitely don't see him playing We Made You. No, I M would definitely playing... have to go into the second, third, and fourth singles, which he he has. Oh, so he has I mean, to go to album cuts. He has to go to album cuts. He has to go to album cuts, yeah. and I'm. I can hear it now. I can yes see. Yes and I no, see. but that's not a problem because mm-hmm. X has album cuts too. So I know he could go into street yeah, singles. Like M could go too. to just don't give a fuck, and then X could just play get at me. And dog. you gotta also remember, Shit. you gotta also remember M can fight with his features because X has a good amount that of features too. too. Yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. Forgot about Dre. Fucking um, patiently mm. waiting. Fucking shit. And I, I mean, even though even it. though uh, "Bitch Please 2 was on his album, I mean, it's still a remix. Like he, yeah, "Bitch Please 2, He yeah. could go get at. Hell, he could play fucking. What's another song he could get at? He could play forever. Yeah, yeah, he could. Like, so he yeah, had the, he had, dropped the world. He does have forever. That's true. It definitely he, he, he he dropped the world. It definitely is more a little bit more fair when you start getting away from the energy and start focusing on factors that you know they're just out of your control for picking who you would win. Like again. Like we were talking about earlier, and how we've always been speaking on uh, when it comes to album sequencing, battle sequencing is important. You can't just Very spin some so. shit just because it's a yeah. This was my number one song, you know, back in two thousand two. Okay, Ludacris got top five songs too, so the number one really doesn't matter. It's just that just determines how your yeah. song was marketed, um, mm-hmm. right? So you got to match it up. the The thing that comes into play though is like there's just certain rounds I would not. I would not take away Play certain X. records. Like, Rough Riders Anthem is not getting beaten anything. It's just it's not. No. Um, what song? No. Rough Riders Anthem is not getting beat. Oh um, no, none's beating that. None. What's my name is not getting beat. What's my uh, name? DMX and I'll be the best. You see the rest the they looking like they need no, nah, it's not getting beat. I'm sorry. One more time. <laughs> yeah, he ain't um, winning that. No, he ain't winning that. Yeah. I I you know me. I enjoy Superman like the rest of them. I think Superman has a hard time going up against. Uh, how's it going down? What these bitches want? What these bitches want? <laughs> what these bitches like, want? Come on, that's bro. It. Like, it's, yeah, like, see, I, you know what I mean? I picked the lesser of the songs just to give him a chance. Yeah. Like now, imagine if yeah, he puts right. up what the bitches want. It's not gonna go. <laughs> M's gonna get destroyed, and I'm an M fan. 
M should not do be in this. There's a reason why when these battles were going on, I did not mention my favorite rapper because I know, no, I don't want to. I don't want to defend that. Yeah, I, mean, right? just, <laughs> I just got. I you don't want to have to defend that shit. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. like, I just started this damn year on a positive note with Eminem. Now you want to take that away from me? <laughs> you think it, like I'm talking like Will Smith's dad? You think I want this? It just happened. <laughs> That episode was on earlier today. You think I want this? Shit. I'd rather have Timberlake versus... I want Timberlake versus, versus Usher so everyone could just shut up about it. That's why I want it. I don't think Timberlake's going to mm. do it. I don't really feel he's going to do it. I, don't I feel sweet. I, I feel Timberland has to. He has to persuade Timberlake to do it. See, it's just it's such a mismatch for him. You would have to find, you would have to find Timberlake a white artist to go against. And it's and when I say this, you're gonna laugh because you're like, well, he doesn't even have the hits. But you got to factor in what I'm saying. You can't even put Justin Timberlake up against John B. Because black people claim John B. You know what I'm saying? Like. And they will find some ways to have John B win that battle. Yeah, like, and, and that's not taking anything away from John B. John B got hits, so it ain't about taking it away. Yeah. It's just in comparison yeah. to Timberlake's hits, no, they sure. weren't up hitting up Billboard. But black people look at John, oh, right, John B right, right, like right. he's white chocolate. Like you can't take, you can't beat him against like, and that's the whole point of this. Why Justin Timberlake <laughs> can't be in these battles? Like I've been saying, it always goes back to what happened at that Super Bowl performance because he didn't defend Janet in yeah. their eyes. And mm. Janet is over it. I have. I went. I ran down it. I was like, dude, Janet went on tour. She fucking dropped more albums. She had more hit singles. She fucking um went in. She went to movies. She got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's chilling. She don't care about. Timberlake did not ruin her career. She did another photo <laughs> shoot where I said, wow. Oh yeah, I said wow. Yeah, <laughs> she did all that. Like she ain't thinking about Timberlake. It's only on Twitter, especially during the Super Bowl. They call it Janet Jackson Appreciation Day yeah. on the Super Bowl, and I'm like, y'all need to wow. appreciate Janet Jackson every day. Yeah. Like you got Seriously. me fucked up. The fuck? Um, they are talking about Jagged Edge versus One Twelve. That'd be interesting. I am actually intrigued yeah, that by be. that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, that one actually intrigues me a bit. I'm still waiting on three six and fucking bone thugs. I'm still waiting on that one. Bone thugs and three six mafia. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they uh well they they have a new one a new battle set up for this weekend between Beanie Man and um shit who's he going to yes. I mean it don't matter because I listen to reggae. Body killer, thank you. Yeah, so it's Beanie Man versus yeah body killer. Yeah. I'm going to be straight up. I'm not familiar with much of both catalogs outside of uh, Girls Dem Sugar. And a couple Same others. Here. So mm. I will at some point tune in. I just I'm not gonna put a scorecard for that battle. Like I, I don't I'm not I don't know much about those catalogs and I don't want to I'm not be, in a rush to listen. Yeah. I'm not in a rush to like go watch it. But you know, the reggaeton people they say this they're well, making this hook. look like this is be, like hook. Be, show some, that's not reggaeton, that's reggae. That's not reggae. reggae yeah. Yeah, that's that's reggae and dance. No, I said reggae. <laughs> no, I said all the reggae fans yeah. are like they're like all the reggae fans. They're hella happy about this. They're looking at this like it's Jay Z versus Nas type yeah. of shit. So it's like okay, that's crazy. I mean, it's a, I don't even look at it like that. I love reggae music, bro. Like I don't. I look at Beanie Man. I know him for one song and one song only. Hmm. And that's it. You know what I mean? Just girls them sugar. That's it. I'm saying this though. If Eminem does the battle. <laughs> if Eminem does a battle. Hove should do a battle and Nas should do the do a battle. It's like it's like at this point if a legend if a legend of Eminem's caliber is putting his ego aside and doing this shit, Hove should do it. 
Fuck it. I mean, they should, but, you know. You know, Hov was on IG Live. I don't know if y'all saw that earlier. He was on, actually on IG Live, but he wasn't on there. Like, young Google was talking to somebody. I forgot who it was, but it was like a joke because he was saying that Jay-Z stole his toilet paper at the fucking Oscar party. And you heard Jay-Z in the background. Like, he wasn't on camera. Like, Jay, like dude was like, Jay-Z, he's like, Hov, come to the camera. Nah, I hear you. <laughs> Jay-Z was literally sitting to the side. Like, he heard him. He just wasn't going to come to the camera. Ooh. This just dropped. I'm going to check this out when we get off. What uh, dropped? Lloyd just dropped a new song called Slow Wine Baseline featuring Teddy Riley. Hmm. Oh, shit. And it's from people that I trust musically with their ear. They're saying it's pretty damn good. I'm, I'm going to listen to that. Teddy Riley, huh? Um, yeah, I agree with y'all. Like, yeah, it's, I'm going to stay out. And then there's just certain people that... Just stop typing and stop making your words to try to fix these battles. I had, I saw two that just didn't make any sense. One was, uh, they were like, oh, Timberland should battle Missy Elliott. And I'm like, really? No, no, how would that? Okay. Uh, oh, next. This gets, that's, that's the one where I was just like, really? The other one, I just was like, all right, I'm just logging. I'm not getting off. I'm getting off the app. They said it should be a battle between Pharrell versus the Neptunes. What? Yeah. And it was basically like, oh, we'll do Pharrell solo production credits versus his production credits with Chad. And I'm like, okay, all right. Who well, the hell said that? I don't Who know, but that? I just I got That's off of Twitter. So and I was trash, dude. Time for it. Oh my god! I had to close the whole app and just walk away for a few hours because I was gonna Drake react. Drake should do this. I still say Drake should do this shit. He really should, but he's in quote unquote album mode. And remember the last time he, he got in, he was out of he was in album mode. If <laughs> well, remember he got distracted. So I, I will I'll defend him in this way. Like this might be a distraction, and it might cause him to do another double album that you know it ain't that good. Someone's so, gonna hurt his shit. So he should Chris just Brown stay. Should he, he should just stay in album mode. Chris Brown stay, should do stay over there. Chris Brown should do it. Should do it. I'm taking Chris Brown against it, against the house. Chris Brown got. I think Chris Brown versus nah, Trey, Chris Brown versus Trey songs would be interesting. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No, nah, it wouldn't. That'd be a blowout. Chris Brown would kill that nigga okay. with his features well, think, alone. Chris Brown wouldn't even yeah, touch true. a solo yep. record. Then <laughs> <Yep. laughs> so it needs to be Chris Brown versus with Drake. His then. Vocals in the background and shit. It has to be Chris Brown versus Drake. Yeah, that's the one. That's the only one I'd feel comfortable with. That, yeah, that's that the one that could be low key even. Yeah, because they both, you know, they. I'd still take Chris both, Brown. I'm still gonna take Chris, obviously, but oh, it yeah. is it is yeah. more even. They're they're high. Damn, how is it? Every battle we talk about Drake, we don't see him winning at all. <laughs> well, you just gotta look at I, you gotta look at who. Well, he's you know my against. reasoning. That's like, the sad part. Like, we, I, like, <laughs> like I mean, thing damn. Is, is, the thing is, you know, and you know, granted, we used to call Chris Brown fuckboy on here, you know, for, for a few years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. But there was ago, one yeah. thing that you couldn't dismiss was he had hits, and people Undeniable. for years, people for years were just solely focused on him being a fuckboy. It's like, no, he ain't got no hits. It's like, okay, don't lie to yourself, like. You can for what real. happened? You know, they say he doesn't have a classic album. Yeah, and it was it was it was funny because it would be the that's same a, thing that's, that that's a good argument because he doesn't. Chris Brown doesn't have a classic, like a classic like they, when they compare him to Michael, he doesn't have like a thriller. I wouldn't say he has a thriller, but his first album to me is a classic. I like exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive is a classic to me. Exclusive is mm. I'll go back and listen to exclusive, but it might be borderline right there. Um, exclusive is my favorite from him. He's got a classic mixtape in my ears and. Um, his first mixtape in my zone when he first came yeah. back. Oh, yup. That yeah, shit's a yep. classic to me. Um, I know it's not on the yep, same level sure. when you compare albums, but he's definitely got some classic material there. It shouldn't be obviously where it is, 
in his career had that incident not happened? No, but you know, it is what it is. He's bounced back. Man, Chris, I'm just thinking about Chris Brown versus like every every situation we have Drake in. Uh, Drake versus Hove, he's losing. Drake versus um, Kanye, he's losing. Drake versus Chris Brown, he's losing. Shit. But, I mean, it just it goes back to what I tell people. I had this conversation earlier today with somebody. It's I give Drake his respect in terms of what he's done on Billboard. You can't dismiss it. Like you have to, you have to give him his flowers for that. Yeah. At the same time, don't use that to then try to have an argument with me against somebody that has more sustainable hits from Billboard, knowing that you're gonna have to rely on Tussie Slide to go up against somebody else's discography. You Who know what not I'm only has hits, but he has culture <laughs> hits. That's what Hove. That's what Hove. That's what Drake. That's what Hove. That's what Kanye. Yeah. And that's what fucking Chris Brown have. They have. They don't have just hit records. They have culture hit records. Yeah, and I don't. I don't look yeah. at. I don't look yeah. at the numbers solely on the Billboard charts to determine a hit. Like mm-hmm. again, when I focus on Billboard, it's just okay. How many entries do you have on here? How many entries do you have on here? Okay, you guys are about the same. Sure, let's make a good match. It's a good. It's a fair matchup. I'm not looking at you it know like who- okay, this song Hold was on. number one and your song was number four, so the number one song. No, I'm not doing that. There's you no know way- who DMX should go against? Oh, go on, go on. No, go ahead. DMX should go against 50 Cent. Oh, 50's out of there within five rounds. <laughs> 50's not last. I think it'll be long. a better matchup. I'll see, I'll see a better matchup. Yeah, but 50's not lasting long. Because remember, 50's. What makes 50's songs good is you got to wait for him after the verses for him to talk his shit. That's a long time to wait. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he has great songs, he's man. Stupid. He still does. Have, I know what you're talking about, man. But uh, come on, but your head, boy, in the club, fucking many men, fucking like you said, heat, fucking uh, what up, gangster, fucking um, out of control, fucking. I'm going down a whole list. I'm just. I could see it being close. That's what I'm saying. But I don't, I'm not saying Fifty could win. It. I'm not saying Fifty's gonna win. But yeah, I can see, see 50, I can see Fifty versus DMX. See that just falls, but it's it's still falling along the lines of Eminem in the sense of you're gonna have to rely mm. on his party records, and his party records aren't gonna outdo DMX's party records because his yeah. DMX's party records aren't just party; they're just high energy, high octane. So oh, you're gonna have to rely on Fifty to go to album cuts, which he can do, but he's not gonna out. He's not gonna out dark DMX like you. Again, I, I always speak on the the line from Heat, but DMX got those. You know, he gives those out in the first few. He bars got that. Of the he song. got prison raps. Yeah, Seriously. DMX got prison raps. Yeah, come on now. So he, he raps about raping digs, right? Dudes. So, it, it, so it would be a step in the better direction, but to me, it's the same thing because Fifty was more of a. He was a a, a Billboard artist, you know, in oh, yeah. comparison to DMX, but. That's not going to beat DMX the same way M's Billboard. I'm not saying 50's going to win. I'm not saying 50's going right. to win, but it'll be a better matchup. It'll be more entertaining than Eminem I and mean, DMX. I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. You it's that. a better matchup than 50 versus Snoop. I'll, I'll definitely You're still on that. that. Oh, <laughs> shit. That was horrible, dude. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> You're still on that. <laughs> I know. Because that, that shit's I ridiculous. S- well, what the fuck? <laughs> I still want Snoop versus Hov. Snoop wants to smoke with somebody. Yeah, like I said, I've, 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 I've I fully, like that I've fully grown. I would like I, that I've fully grown to like that matchup now. I don't think Hov's going to do it. <laughs> nah, he ain't going to do it. Snoop, he, wants, he, he, Snoop just wants smoke, so he just... He, that's, I feel like that's why he's also attacking No, no, I'm saying that's going to hurt Hov's ego. That's going to hurt Hov's ego. He ain't going to want that. 
Yeah, Hulk ain't gonna want that. He's gonna get Ether flashbacks. He's gonna get Ether flashbacks. He's gonna Renegade and Ether flashbacks all in one. <laughs> I still don't want to see. Oh, they were also talking about LL Cool J versus Nas, and I was like, I definitely don't no, want to see that. No, 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 nah. no, nah. no, no. Shit. Why are you saying no? Because I think we're saying no for different reasons. <laughs> what's your reason for saying no? Oh, LL Cool J going to get what, Nas yeah, the fuck up out the paint. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Same. That's okay. what I'm saying. Right. I, Same. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I just want to make yeah, sure. No. Yeah, you, you got to understand, dude, LL was like the first rapper that I actually like listened to. So I know his shit. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I know fucking what you call it. Mama said, "Knock you out and radio and radio and bad and." Dude, I mean, there's just hit after hit after In hit. What? Yeah, three decades. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not fair. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna, I mean, you're gonna put Nas up for to be slaughtered by the lamb. Like, Nas don't have bro. anything to battle. Hey, love. <laughs> I know. That's why I said no. <laughs> That's why I said no. I don't want to see that. The hell is what, I mean, I'm dude. supposed to believe? Nas supposed to counter uh, doing it with Uchiwali? Nigga, you don't get the fuck up out of here. Nas Shit. is another person I can't see in these battles. I don't know who Nas can go against. Nas might have been somebody from like the late '80s. Probably like Rakim. Yeah, Rock. I was just about to say he probably have to go up against a Rakim mm. just to make it fair. That'd be good. That'd be a good one. That'd be good, but Rakim would still win. Speaking yeah. of Nas, um, I think we can. I think this will be the last topic because I got nothing after this. But this was a topic that came up. Um, so I want to ask you guys, and your guys' opinion as of now, factoring all bodies of work and styles, who's the better storyteller to you? Is it Nas or is it Kendrick? Hmm. If you're How many storytelling tra- tra- tracks does Kendrick have? I mean, shit, as far as I'm concerned, Kendrick a lot. story in every damn song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of this. Keisha's song. There's Keisha's song. Keisha's song. Um, how uh, much a dollar costs. How much a dollar costs. How cost. much a dollar costs. Duckworth. Uh, Mona Lisa. Duck- M- Mona Lisa. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, who, what other song? I'm saying, oh, Shireen's, Shireen's, I mean, Master Splinter's daughter, Shireen. Yeah. Shireen. Yeah. Um, what other song? Oh, I feel like uh, the art of pure pressure. <laughs> pure pressure. Yeah, oh, the art yeah, of pure pressure. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the song on um, Overly Dedicated? What's oh, what's it called? Heaven, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, or hell? Yeah, heaven. Earth heaven versus hell. heaven, or whatever. Huh? Heaven and hell. The one where he's wrapped about and hell. Uh, hell, and then when he starts talking about heaven, he fades out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, basically, Good Kid, Mad City. Every damn song was a story. Uh, yeah, that's a whole album. Yeah. For it, yeah. yeah. Well, so damn is. So I'll say this. Then I'm, I'm thinking about Nas. I'm thinking about Nas because Nas. Would, okay, yeah, I think Nas is because the way when I when I heard Rewind for the very first time, I forget that there's no video for it because I feel like there was a video and then someone reminded me there was no video for that, bro. Because it was so visual the way he described it. Same with I Give You Power. Same with um, what was the one on I Am? The last song on I Am. Uh, oh, I don't remember because oh, I'm fuck. not a fan of I Am. No, it's the last song. No, that's what I'm saying. His, I, I he, can't tell you anything about I Am or Nostradamus. I, I know Nostradamus, but I Am is the last song when he kills his girl, when his when he finds his girl cheating, and then he goes and then he leaves and comes back and shoots the girl, and then the cops come back and they shoot him too. It was so visual the way he described it. Ah, oh, fuck! I give you love or some shit like that. But that was that was a great song. Uh, what's another one? What's another one? Nas has so many storytelling tracks that it's like he literally can tell you a story. Same with the um the book of rhymes, 
Um, fuck, I'm about to look it up right now. Now I got title. See, yeah, this is why title. this is why I take Kendrick over Nas because when you're talking about storytellers, they're both elite, supreme. Like there, there's no question. So oh it's yeah. Not a, for for sure. me, this is about this. Literally comes down to preference. Yep. When it comes to that's why I say Kendrick. Yeah. When it comes to Kendrick, Kendrick sounds like us when we talk. West Coast, West Coast artists, we just have a style about us where it's just we know how to tell a story where it's not strictly dependent on the story. We'll use sound effects. We'll use we'll we'll jump around a little bit to go to random places to tell a story to connect the dots. Like there's just. So many factors that going so into it. So other... Kendrick sounds a lot like. Oh, I me forgot and my about boys. this record from Nas. There's fucking yeah. um, what's it called? Drunk by myself, fetus, uh, black zombie, fucking. Where's where you at? I am. I'm trying to look at the song now. It is called. Doesn't that give you power? Und- undying love. Undying love. There you go. That's what the song oh, okay. is called. Undying love. That song, that was that's one of my favorite like storytelling tracks from Nas. Nas can literally you can make a whole playlist of just Nas storytelling. Yeah, so because, it's and, like so it's not yeah. necessarily that he can't tell a story. It's that I can relate to Kendrick's st- storytelling style, where it's uh, okay. yeah. it's like it's, it's more natural to us, pretty much. Yeah, because it sounds like the vernacular of us. Like again, Nas tells it in a way where it's like it just Third gets person. straight to the facts. So as yeah, as yeah. visual as it is, or who killed it on hip hop is dead. That's another yeah. Like it, as visual as he gets it, it's it's just straight to the facts, and it's kind of like okay, that's cool. Like because obviously you painted a good picture, but again, I think that's different. A, a, a difference between West Coast and East Coast vernacular is that I've noticed on the West Coast we do a lot of like we change up through the through the story, so we become different characters. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, so Kendrick switching voices, I notice it bothers a lot of cats from the East Coast. But to us, it's mm. like, all right, well, he's just telling a story from the different perspective. Like, what the hell's the problem with that? Like, I get Eminem, what he's, I get what he's doing. Eminem's really good at Eminem's yeah, a great storyteller, too. Yeah. Eminem's a great storyteller, like, too. Be, he actually changes his voice up and shit. Yeah, and I'll be honest, Nas did that one record on Hip Hop is Dead where he was talking like the cop and he was doing that yashing. Who shit. killed it? That's a great record. I, that's the record I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but he that did that yashing, and I was like, all right. Yeah, don't, I know, but I know, don't talk I knew to me the whole point. I don't, don't want to hear you. Like, I'm talking about the whole point. But you know what he was talking about, right? He was depicting Hip Hop. I get it. But it was just I, I get it. It just I it didn't mix with what I was what I heard. So I was like, all right, I'm turning this off. I'll give it a chance next week. I don't want to hear for you for like five days. And mm. I turned the shit off. I haven't gotten. I've never I back guess that's still one of my favorite. That's still one of my favorite Nas album. Hip hop is dead. Still a classic to me. But that's another that we already talked about Nas enough. But when it comes to storytellers, like Nas, Kendrick, M, who else is a great storyteller? I would say a Mortar Technique. He's a good oh, one. Of course. Well. Yeah, yeah, without question. But then I'll never want to hear it again because it's so fucking dark. <laughs> I never got into a mortal technique. I, it just, I, oh no, I get, I used to really like him, and then it got to the point where he was just sounded pissed off all the damn time and talking about government yeah. conspiracies and all types of other shit, and it was on every track. And it's like, okay, bro, I like you, I, I'm with you, but can you switch it up a <laughs> bit? And it was like, all right, let me, let me listen to someone else. <laughs> um, we got we definitely got a, an underrated storyteller up here in our parts. Who locksmith? Who? And oh, another one, another oh. one too. Locks, locksmith yep. is hard. 
Mr. Fab is a great storyteller. Mr. Fab's too. An, another great storyteller. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh my god, uh, he's very, he's almost on Nas level as a visual. Yeah, he's really uh, great. One more is uh, Crooked Eye. If you go back and listen to Crooked Eye's early work, he's oh, very hell visual. Hell yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of guys yeah. uh, who are more on the underground tip that I appreciate. Jay Z only had like Jay Z only Jay Z only had one storytelling track, and that was Meet the Parents. He didn't have no other ones. Nah, he had. Oh, we uh, forgot about Biggie. Nah, he had Song Cry. We forgot about Biggie. Song uh, Cry. That was more of a first person. That was like a s- s- perspective, first person perspective. Yeah, I, but I mean, you, you mean, still got to pull it off to tell that story. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it like being told. <laughs> and it's probably so. about his life. That's probably about one of his hoes. I mean, but Gucci Man City was a whole story about Kendrick's life. <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know, but I'm talking about like from first person. We forgot about Biggie. How the hell we go about storytelling? We don't even talk about Biggie. Because yeah, he got some suspect ass true. lines. <laughs> that's that's what that was also true. one song. That was only one song. <laughs> no, it was multiple. And there's another. No, there was definitely multiple. Let's let's not Drake forget is, about what's, what's beef. What's beef? He was talking Drake's really is, wild. Oh well, yeah. No, Drake was Drake's kind of a good storyteller too. He never yeah. really goes really in depth Drake's, with it. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. Drake's style. Yeah. Nah, Martin, you, you gotta hear me out on this one. Drake's style. Yeah, you is, gotta get out of that. He, I'll hear he's you. He's a very good storyteller <laughs> because he makes his bars as if he's talking personally to you. Like, yeah. if you actually listen listen to the breakdowns, like it doesn't matter if how you feel about his lyrical content and if he puts the metaphors together. But when he actually gets into that bag, it really does feel like he's having a conversation with you and you alone. That's why a lot of people connect with him, and a lot of people, you know, yeah, that's, that's the same. Mm. That's why I, that's why I like Chicago freestyle because it almost sounds like well, he sounds like me. If I'm going through that type of shit, if I had money like that, that's probably what I'd go. That's why, like you said, that's why a lot of people connect with Drake because he speaks to that emotion core. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like we always say about I get what Aubrey you're saying. Angels, he becomes their spokesman. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I just don't want him to talk to me. <laughs> so. <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't look at nah, me. Nah, bro. <laughs> Turn around. Look the other way. <laughs> like Drake's just looking at you. Why are you looking at me? Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. <laughs> yes. You hit him with that Marcus Peters. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> Somebody did this. But I don't want Drake talking oh, to me. <laughs> don't talk to me. Yeah, don't even I just don't look want at him me. talking to me. So, nah. Yeah, storytelling, Drake. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Like all my top rappers, is Kanye. Kanye's not really a good storyteller. He only had one story song. That was Roses. Mm. That was only Roses, and that was it. He didn't, He's not really. You know who else is really good at storytelling? Nah, I just thought about it. Who? Game. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Game. Oh, game. Game is really yeah. good at that. Game is not only a good storyteller. Game is actually great at taking you back to that exact moment. Like that nigga will get drunk and take you back to the moment when he was fucked up on record. Like he's really damn Joe good Budden. at that. Joe Budden was a great storyteller too. But... Oh yeah. The only problem with the only problem <laughs> with Budden is he was dropping his shit unmixed and unmastered, so you couldn't really hear it. But when you actually were oh, able to break it yeah. down, nah, he's 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 upper echelon too. But I mean that, that, that that's just sure. a testament to Slaughterhouse as a whole. They're all upper echelon. Yeah. I never heard of storytelling. Oh yeah, Royce, uh, son of uh, what's it called, son of Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ortiz got a uh, few too. Yeah, all of them. Like, if you can tell a great story, you are an up, you an elite rapper. Yeah, that takes a lot of talent. That takes a mm. lot of talent to actually like make a story. Like when you're writing a rap and it just becomes a story, and you just and the pen just guides you. Yeah. Like, where can I take this? Like how Eminem yeah. came up with Stan is just some wild shit. <laughs> like how oh, did he yeah. come up with that right. shit? How did he come up with Kim? 
<laughs> Still, that's. I mean, he, he even said he went and saw a movie and it was a love story. He's like, you know, I'm gonna write a, I'm gonna love, I'm gonna write a song dedicated to my wife. And I'm gonna kill her in it, literally. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sick shit. Sick motherfucker. That's why I love him. Oh, yeah. <sighs> anything else? No, nah, I think that pretty much covered everything. I don't have much. Um, hey. I don't have much of anything else. Me neither. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna after this. I'm gonna watch fucking Rise of Skywalker and piss myself off. Give me that hell, while, yeah. while I order a DoorDash <laughs> and they fuck up my order, so it just pisses me off some more. Just oh <laughs> my god! The whole unregarded <laughs> levels of pistosity that you didn't want to hit, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is one episode one eighty three of the Logical Sense podcast. You can always follow us on the Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Fab. You can follow us at Twitter at Theological SP. You can always follow me on Twitter at Mr. Busby for lowercase O eight. You can follow the pod. You can follow the podcast on on Instagram at Theological Sense, and of course on the face. Book. Give me a hell yeah. And of course on all social media, you can hit me up JC No Honey. It's again. I yeah. I dropped this week's playlist. Um, so that's up. Desires. Desires. Yeah, desires. I found a nice picture of a beautiful black woman too. Put that joint up. You know who she is? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I was, I was very uh, upset about that. I went and tried. I put up uh, Google Images with the picture. Um, It was in a foreign language. You tried to do the whole catfish shit, huh? Yeah, the whole catfish shit. Like it was all. It was all. um, It was all foreign language. So I, I I couldn't tell what the hell. But that's a fine ass black woman. Um, mm-hmm. Emphasis Definitely on black is. woman. I love my black, black woman. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's up. And then um, what else we got? Going on? Quarantine uh, vibes. My playlist. Yeah, it's fire that, too. Quarantine vibes is still up. Martine's up next, and then we got um, the end of the month playlist yes, too. Yeah, right. you too, Martine. Yeah, you can follow me at Beats Be Killing Them on all social medias, and. Search Venomous, spelled VNMS, on all your digital streaming platforms and stream my music because I would like some extra money. That'd be cool. Give me a hell um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm chilling. That's what's up. Yeah. And then my work week starts fucking, or started this morning, I guess. So, you know, <laughs> back to work. <laughs> I got the day off now. As listeners are listening to this, too. I'm enjoying the day off. Yeah, as soon as I'm done that, I, I worked before I came on here, so... After this, I have the day off, and I'm going to take a nice-ass nap all day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go out for a walk. Shit. And then Good take a for nap. you. I know. Good for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a nice Good morning walk, I. too. Yeah. Anyway. We. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I hate y'all. <laughs> anyway, we out this bitch. Peace. Peace. Y'all bitches. Peace. Make that free throw. Hope, 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 hope.